Questioning Everything with Garrett and Adam, Episode One. Now that's that. What brought this up? What brought up synchronicity in the first place? Well, I'm going to say. What was that post on Facebook? Pardon me. What was that post on Facebook that you posted? I'm not on Facebook right now. No, but you posted something that actually brought this up, didn't you? I commented on one of your things. Um, I, you always comment on a lot of things that I say. You're, I like that. I always post stuff, and I think I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna have something to say, and I, I want to know. My Facebook's a bubble, so I. Whoa! Look at how rad that is. That's a professional Facebook. I'm looking at my own Facebook on a computer for the first time. Oh really? Well, I mean, not the first time, but in a yeah. long time. Wow, that's pretty sick. Okay. What was it? I don't know. Something about... Uh... Look at that. I spent too much time on Facebook. That's why I'm off right now for a month and a half. 45 days. So today, yeah, we're going to talk about synchrony, sorry, synchronicity versus chaos. I, I am a firm believer that there is a higher sort of power in the universe, a great knowing, and that 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 synchronicities and coincidences sort of happen. Like I believe I'm here right now. I've been talking a lot about podcasts in the last few months and the last few weeks, very much so. That boom, they just there, that one, that was that one. Yeah, it's a quote from Albert Einstein. Look deep into nature and you will understand everything better. There are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is though everything is. Yeah. So it's a dichotomy of... Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah, a dichotomy is when something splits. Yeah, that's what, okay. So that, So I have... So here it is. There we mm-hmm. go. Right here we go. Buckle up. So I have witnessed many synchronicities in my life and as i was saying right now i believe that this is one of them in the last few weeks i've had uh people say man you should be doing podcasts wow we i've been having some really great conversations with people that should have been recorded and i've been sending out podcasts 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 boom i just got offered to do a really cool one hopefully we'll see how that turns out and now i'm here with adam so i just feel that sometimes when you put things out into the ether it comes back it almost feels like it knows in a weird way. There's some sort of knowing. It can also work in the other way too. Like if you're just a negative, like an asshole, cons- consistently in every day. I mean, you're gonna re- you're gonna get that in return. But with Adam, he's of the you know the the mathematics. And no, you know you can't you can't claim for mine. I can't claim, but no. well, well, that's my perspective. That you're very rigid in your beliefs. That it's all like you don't. You're very rigid which is which is incorrect okay that's my opinion yeah. so help me understand well my perspective is weird um, okay but i always meant i always thought that when i brought because we were talking about self-development to books and stuff like that and you feel that some of that's kind of floofy and i believe that yes, is floofy. there's some but like if you're seeking self-help you'll never you i don't like the word self-help though i like yeah. the word self-development developing mm-hmm. oneself and there are books that are super silly but there are books where which i like myself i would agree with self-development yeah right yeah, and just absolutely. some of that stuff not even a self-development but anything that uh anything that encourages development even some uh group endeavors right so you could actually join a group that helps you develop yourself or improve yourself 
You yeah. Could, you could improve yourself individually or in a group setting where you have the perspective and input of other people to That's help like you AA, improve. That's like AA, or, or NA, or any of those ones, right? Or, or even, say, in my case, Freemasonry. Right. Right. I just joined a group called Rising Wolf, which is neutral men's group for just getting better. And I, yeah, that's a yeah. great. But yeah, yeah, so that's cool. We've got a, we've got a slogan to make a good man better. Right, and so that's what I that's what I'm trying to acquire. But what yeah. the point? What I'm saying is, I brought some of these subjects up to you, and you come from a very well-read, strong opinion. And I usually am a naysayer. Yes, yes, self, exactly. Self-help books, and yes. just even with some of the conversations, saying that like. Uh, there is no random or it's all random. Like there is no synchronicity. Like there, like, it's not like the universe is listening. And I almost, let me say this. So I've, I've portrayed the perspective. Okay. So that's well enough that I've convinced you that that's the way I see things. That's right. Right. So, I, so yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, and, and I'm, I'm not even gonna, I can't even necessarily argue against it. Um, because I think the neutral resting point that I would have is that randomness is probably the reason for whatever incident, right? That's just like the resting position. I wish I had more. Um, so I am definitely going to write down more, like, because I know we'll touch on the subject in the future on here, mm -hmm. and I'm going to spend more time like journaling anyway, but also writing it down these these times that i have well no because i and that's good yeah do it but i've had i've had several several experiences um in fact as far as life experience goes i would lean towards synchronicity and serendipity serendipity as, okay explain that word let's to me just again? say that the same thing they're two okay. words that are that's analogous yeah, right. right uh serendipity i believe is a greek goddess and is the greek the greek word for what we consider today synchronicity all right. Um, uh, my life experiences would lead me to believe in that sort of uh, sort of a thing, whereas my intellectual contemplation self would would caution me towards that because of other things, other principles, right? Like, I, I, I'm a loosely put, I'm a Discordian, right? Which is a religion. Isn't that kind of like nihilism in a sense? Discordianism? Yeah. No. Discordianism is a fake joke religion, right? Okay. So it's the spaghetti monster what? of mysticism. Oh, right? okay. So you know the spaghetti monster? Flying no. spaghetti monster? No, not at all. Enlighten me. Okay, well, it's the whole idea that God is a flying spaghetti monster. I've never heard of this. Okay, well, it's just a, it's a spoof, right? Okay. Um, you know, if you're, as far as like just a, I believe it's like church of the universe or something like that, where people formed a church that, you know, you can become a pastor of or whatever. Like that. anyway, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not entirely this, okay, familiar. This it's just kind of joke, right? Right, 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 right. Church of the spaghetti monster. Anyway, discordianism is, is it a, is it a joke disguised as a religion or is right. it a religion disguised as a joke? Right. Hard to tell. Right. Right. So, one of the beautiful things is either disguising truisms in bullshit or just disguising bullshit and truisms, right? Um, Isn't that like sort of like some of these, like, like even just like the Illuminati in a way, like where they hide, is it real? Isn't it real? Are these symbols real? Yeah. What the hell were we talking about that got me to this? Synchronicity, serendipity. Oh, yeah. So there's the law of 23s. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah 
right? The law of 23s in Discordianism is that 23 is the number of errors, the number of chaos, right? Right. And once people become attenuated to the to 23, they happen to see 23 constantly. Right. Ah, uh, see this this is like the pareidolia effect when you just see things and faces in places essentially yeah. yes it's that once you're looking for something once you become aware of something and you begin looking for it you'll find it everywhere right right and i do agree yeah so that's where things like podcasts come in is you are literally looking to be on podcasts you're looking to start a podcast you're thinking about it you're talking about it to people so like it's really no surprise that that yeah. this is landed. Like you're you're literally a part of a Patreon for a podcast, mm-hmm. right? And then you reached out to people who are offering people to reach out to them, and it worked, right? So you're seeing a synchronicity. I'm seeing uh, you put in an effort, and you're literally getting the reward for your effort. There's no intelligent design. No, in I don't think that with or, that, I don't like, believe there's an intelligent design for something that simple. Like me going, I want to do a podcast. I want to do this. Like, I don't think there's some yeah. giant universal dude up in the sky. That's like, yep, I heard that. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Obviously. But I do. So maybe that's a bad example. Well, but I, I, but I do still feel there's, 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 there's just, there's, there's, a, I don't know how to explain it. I do feel that there's a bit of, there's something to that. The more you put out, it comes back. Obviously, if you, you know, that's not obvious to me. No. No, that's not obvious to me. In fact, that's actually a misrepresented idea, right? The whole idea that when you put something out in the universe, it comes back to you is a misrepresentation of an Indian philosophy. Okay. That's, that's a misrepresented version of karma. What they're really well, that's a word about, that gets thrown around quite a bit. What they're talking about when you're saying things coming back to you, you're talking about elasticity. That's okay. So th- that is so what I'm trying karma to. Karma is when you do something, it creates a habit to do it. You're programming yourself to create a conditioned response to stimuli. So something happens to you, you respond to it. As a result of that, you condition yourself to respond the same way every time that stimuli occurs. Like if you're emotionally reactive, this leads back into like addictive behaviors too. Right. So that's right. Yeah. So that's that's karma. Something coming back to you is actually just elasticity. Okay, so let me correct myself here. So I, so the elasticity, because I have used that word many different times. So let's—I don't want to sound like a naive tit here. Um, I don't like the elasticity of your actions. Yeah, yeah, that is just. Uh, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go achieve. I'm going to get a lot of no's. And I'm going to get yeses. Things will happen. The elasticity, how you interact with this fucking game that we're playing, this this video game that we're in, whatever. Mm-hmm. Outside of that concept, do you agree with that? You agree with that? Elasticity. Just, just the inner, the yeah. Well, essentially, there's the elasticity of this. Like you said, I'm out there knocking on doors for podcasts. Here we are. I mean, that's not some great all-knowing power. That's more like the elasticity of the of the universe or or this reality that we're that we're in. Or I'll, just or just cause and effect. Like cause in and the effect. podcast thing, I think cause and effect is. The only principle. Definitely. Okay, for sure. But beyond that level, like getting into what we're talking about when we go to an AA meeting or if we go to, or if we're we're trying to get in touch with our higher power, let me give you an example. I have a good one here. Okay. This could be coincidence, okay? But there was a point a while back here. Um, Anyone that knows me knows that I've struggled with addiction, alcohol, 
and everything. That's a whole other podcast. But there was a point recently after COVID that I went down spiraling again. And I was getting desperate this time. There's a river that I walk. Me and Adam walked this river a few weeks back. There's a river by my house, the Quilton River. So I go there all the time to write music. It's a nice river. It's a beautiful river. Like it's just insanely beautiful. And uh, I go there, I write music. I listen to a lot of podcasts there. And I've been doing that for years. So one night, I was just drinking and drinking. I'm just getting desperate. And I prayed. I literally, I was in my room by myself, just like, fuck, man, this is just going to keep going. I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going to drink again. Like, how the fuck do I stop this? Like, I got to stop this. And I was reaching out to certain people that are a part of different some of these programs. Like, you got to pray. You got to pray. And I'm like, to what? Like, who am I praying to? Rob Halford of Judas Priest prays. You know, and if it's good enough for Rob Halford, then it's got to be good enough for me. Same with Alice Cooper. Anyway, that night I went to the liquor store. I grabbed my last bottle. I went to this spot that I go to at the river, and it was a full moon. It was black, pitch black in there. So I go to this little spot by the river. I grab my bottle at the liquor store. I go carry on. I end, end up drinking this bottle, and I leave it you know, to the last little centimeter in there, and I like a message in the bottle to the universe. And I prayed on my knees. I said, please, please, please stop this. It's got to stop it. Whatever this is, great creator, great spirit, whatever. You're, the moon was right there. The water was black. And it was just real spiritual. Like I was getting in touch with something because I was on my knees and it was hurting and they were getting wet because, I mean, it's fall, right? Mm-hmm. And the river's raging and I'm by myself in the pitch black and I'm praying. And I just take my last sip. I leave a little bit in there like, here it is. Yes, I littered. I never littered. But <laughs> this, Who this, cares? this was a thing, man. I, I was desperate. I, just, I don't throw garbage in there. But I... Th- this was a message in the bottle to fucking God, man. And the next day, I got in touch with someone who said, "Yeah, I got a meeting you can go to, man. And it's uh, it's right, it's like uh, it's just down, it's just in Poco there, like by your house." Da, 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 da. So that next day, I woke up and someone had come to my. So sorry, I prayed to the moon. I finished my bottle and I went home and I passed out. And the next day, someone came to my door and woke me up. The neighbor, never they never come around that, they don't come around that much, but they just happened to come over that morning, the morning where I'm going to wake up and head to that beer store because I'm shaking. So they were like, you want to go for a walk? So that was cool and weird. So we went for a walk and I was with them. But my friend and I were talking back and forth via text and he uh, was saying, yeah, I got a meeting for you, like a place, this is what I'm going to. Like, And it's weird because... I was like, oh, I don't want to go to this meeting. I have to get to take a bus and da 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 da. And this it happened. So I Googled it, and the fucking church where this meeting is being held is right where I was, right, right on that path of that river, hmm. right five minutes from my house, like literally five minutes, right on that river. I mean, there's churches everywhere. I know, but to me, man, I prayed. I was giving my soul to the universe. Like, I am. Please help. And not only was in this church just right there, I don't have to take a bus. I just can walk my path that I walk all the time. And boom, there it was. And I've been going to that same place mm-hmm. this whole time. And it's just a real chill place to go. I mean, it, it, there's a lot of other meetings and stuff and things. That's a whole other conversation. But the point is, is it, it was it, to me, that's, that's, a higher, that's my higher power. Something gotcha. intervened to me. It just felt that way. It was so weird. Mm-hmm. There it was, right on my river that I always go to. And that was the first time I ever prayed. And my prayers were freaking answered the next day, man. Mm-hmm. So what is that? I mean. Yeah, I don't think anybody on the planet could possibly answer that. 
right? <laughs> that's more. That's that's the type of profound experience that causes people to believe in synchronicity and serendipity, something to that degree. Yeah. Right? Setting yourself up for something and then it happening, that's not really synchronicity. Okay. But yes. that is far more where literally the person comes out of the blue, they say what you need to hear, they, you know. Oh shit, that's happened many times too. Like, Well, exactly. And when, like even with you, I think we've had some very synchronized moments, man, but... Absolutely, but we've had some really, really screwed up, unexplainable, profound stuff happen. Anyway, um, I just that's just that's that's part of it, right? the The difference between um, experience and explanation is that experience there is no explanation. Sometimes. There's really no explanation sometimes for the experience, but when we're trying to hammer something out, that's why what I asked you on Facebook was essentially what's the difference, right? Um, yeah, and I don't freaking know. What's the difference to you if the universe is random or if it's intelligent? I think it's intelligent, man. And where does it where does it end? Well, f- okay, yeah. Well, has anybody out there ever like like just hear me out for a second? Okay, your kid has cancer. Yeah. Oh fuck! I already know where right? you're going with this. Well, Jesus, exactly. Right. Like, right? Oh. Or now this this comes from children, this but. comes from me being a part of garden groups for years and having to watch people. What's think. garden groups? Garden groups on Facebook and stuff. Garden, you know, gardening. Oh, legit. Legit. Okay. Like I grow like tomatoes. legit gardens where we yeah. grow stuff and eat it. And sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and people are like, you know, I prayed this year that I was going to get a bountiful harvest, and the Lord, you know, gave me my bountiful harvest. And so I'd comment and I'd say, Hey, can you tell the Lord next time you talk to him to head over to Africa because those people are fucking starving. Yeah. Right. right exactly i know and this is this is this is <sighs> it's like Ouch. a fridge magnet that we have to keep close to be able to uh to be able to re- remain respectful to the people who are not as privileged as we exactly. are exactly and i right? agree with you so i'm just gonna I've heard say those stories, yeah. that i don't believe for a second that there's any higher power that helped you out there you're gonna say that i'm gonna say that Okay. I'm gonna make that statement that there's no higher power that hel- that heard your call and helped you out. Okay, I'm gonna make that statement, and I'm confident because if there was, then there's a lot of people who need to be heard worse right? than me that are worse off than you, ten times worse. I'm a little white kid. Well, you could have survived, right? Like, say, say it didn't work for you. Right now, what would be the cause? Well, maybe you'd just still be drinking and you'd still be a bit more of a basket case, but you'd be alive, you'd be well, you'd be... I mean, we can't say that because it might have saved you from a car accident or you can't predict what could have happened in the future if things changed. But suffice to say, there are people in acute circumstances that are far more severe that could use that higher power and they're not getting it. So I don't believe for a second that that's even part of the... the, 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 the uh, so I would have to disagree in a partly to that. Yeah. Um, just because I have but, this, but, but in order in, in the disagreeing and you can disagree all you want, right? There's really no rules, but in the disagreeing, you kind of have to account for it. So uh, you have to, you and have to make and I've, and I've some reasonable argument to obviously like, I don't have that. My argument sucks because I don't have a platform to stand on. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Like I can't mm-hmm. just be like, no, no, I've, I've witnessed it. Da, 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 da. Like I, I'll say like, I've done the AA groups and found them 
not very helpful because I believe that this higher power and the spiritual experience thing is over the top in some ways. I have had those times where I'm like, yes. what about that carload, that family that was out driving on a picnic exactly. and was hit by a fucking drunk semi-driver and wiped out a lineage? And religious what people the, are like, what is it's that? God's plan. That's right. And that's such a <laughs> fucking cop-out answer. It is. I'll tell you. So I had a religious experience when I did step four, uh, which is taking responsibility, writing down all your resentments and really taking responsibility. After I wrote down 94 resentments, I was like, holy shit. I started getting God dope. I start so th- I was like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" Like, th- there's something to this. Mm-hmm. Did I, go, you know? So I don't know. I like Buddha. Some, there's something there that you're linking into some great knowledge when you're meditating and when you're taking accountability and everything. But how do you compare that to someone that's lost their family in a in a car wreck or dying of horrible cancer? Sorry, that, that's good. So you don't have to be super close. Um. How do we how how do we go from you know what I mean just that okay I how just do you took, reconcile your belief that the higher power did something good for you while it's not doing good things for other yeah people? it's crazy because something did happen I'm not gonna I'm, I'll fight you to the death on that like when you I don't have to because I, don't I agree fu- that not, something you know, I'm happened fighting to the death with whoever's I'll fight to the yeah. death in general not with you in particular it's just a matter of hammering it out I agree something happened yes but. It's the higher power, or it's like I said, either we need to define it, or we need to remove the definition. And all different religions have the same sort of story, though, as well, don't they? There's no, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So there's I'm, some great. There was something that happened that was ha- something happened that they all took not, a piece. Not from. necessarily, not necessarily. It's, so things don't actually have to happen, right? Like they're mostly from solar religions. Well, who right? made it up? There, it's who a was conglomeration. Jesus legit? Like who was he? Was he a, the first hippie? Was he an extraterrestrial? Well, that's was, what we were talking about. He you was were, a, an Essene teacher. We were talking about that. You're, you're, um, that's what we were talking about. Um, you as a Mason, they, they encourage you to have a God or a higher power. You're saying, sorry. Well, yeah, you just, you have to be, um, well, that's just that is that I'm not, I'm not an irreligious libertine, there you go. but this perspective of, of the Christian God to me is so absolutely childish that I'm shocked that adults in modernity even humor this crap. Because it's really just really, it's really childish ancient mythology that has almost, I don't know. It's a storybook. It's, yeah, it's a storybook, and it doesn't even really make that good of sense. Well, there's, but you have to there's, admit there are some parts of it that are that are compelling. Like, oh, it's very like compelling. The I've burning read, bush thing. Some, I don't I haven't read the Bible, and I'm not, a, like, I'm not, edu- I'm, I, I can't really speak on this too well, because I, but. The parables are compelling. They're trippy. Like, the, the Ark, the Garden of Eden, what was that? Was the Garden of Eden, Garden, was the Garden of Eden. Anunnaki's coming here and starting human ra- the human race. Like, well, basically, technically, not starting the human race, but what you're talking about is the, and well, not even the Enuma Elish, but a whole bunch of different uh, Akkadian texts that describe the Garden of Eden, at least in an, an original format that Christian, that Hebrew, uh, the original Hebrew people took with them from Sumer right. and integrated into Judaism. And Sumer was like so, the first civilization wasn't it it's the first civilization that we know of but there's probably probably civilizations before that that's where there was a huge event that took place around twelve thousand years ago which they say was water levels or something rose um it could be linked to the diluvial myth the flood myth like the noah flood myth yeah and then in um persia you have the uh, flood myth 
in Zoroastrianism, which isn't a flood myth, really reads more like a an ice age. What? Oh, yeah. Wow. So, so that would be in that book that I have there. That that, was that did they touch on that? And that saw Zahathastra? No, th- that's actually like a third party kind of. That's just a a storybook. Okay. Basically, it's a philosoph- philosophical storybook. This is the uh, Zendavesta, okay, which is the holy book Way of over the Zoroastrians. Head, this is super fascinating. Yeah. Anyway, they talked uh, about it being that they talked about the flood being uh, ice age. It's, it reads more like Ice Age, yeah, where there's a blizzard that then they have to hide in a cave for an extended period of time, and then they leave the cave and go repopulate the earth. Right. So it's kind of similar to the, you know, Noah or I believe in Ch- Chaldea they call him Zeusadra. Zeusadra is the original Chaldean mythos. Hmm. Uh, with Enki warning Zeusadra that That's there's cool. going to be a, a comet coming super close to the Earth that would. <clears throat> uh, displace the ice shelves and break it up. This is all Zechariah Sitchin, right? Which so, I believe he was probably is, accurate in some ways. Well, it's loads of poo-poo, though. Lots of, loads, loads of poo-poo, poo-poo though. Right. Really? Absolutely, yeah. Come so on. what I ended up doing is I bought... How do you feel about ancient aliens, Adam? No. I bought <laughs> I, I bought the... Uh, I bought a... Or no, I didn't even buy it. This is back in the library days. No. I borrowed a book from the library that translates cuneiform and... I got a copy. I got three copies of the Enuma Elish, which is the origin story, right? And yeah. they're all actually considered cosmological texts um, by archaeologists. The translations are from like 1890 to 1905 or something like that. And uh, I translated it myself, transliterated, I guess you'd call it technically, in order to find out if the text actually talked about a planet that comes from another solar system Tiamat. that well that's that's not it that's nibiru actually oh, yeah. comes from okay, another solar yeah. system nibiru. Tiamat is what he says earth's called so in his story planet x or nibiru is an exoplanet and it comes in only once every 3600 years at one point it hits the old earth called tiamat yeah knocks it out of orbit knocks out the hammered out bracelet or the asteroid belt and then earth is now in the in the position that it's in stealing uh the moon from saturn i believe and that same planet nibiru also tilts neptune and knocks pluto out of geosynchronous or out of out of the um elliptical orbit of the sun the big bang no, 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 no. Just a just a astrological, like just a cosmological event in, yeah, in our own yeah, exactly. in our solar own system. solar system, right? So, just, so not oh, a huge like big bang. Smash! It just whacked like a like a like you're breaking like a set of pool balls or something. Just kind yeah, even everything. All. So anyway, that's interesting to think though that, that would happen. The word Nibiru does actually show up in the Enuma Elish, which right? is a super super ancient text yes it is an ancient text and but it means invader it translates to invader oh yeah and then right after that they actually start calling it juno which is the uh, the old name of jupiter so they're they actually interpret nibiru to be jupiter in in the vast majority of the text at the beginning of the text it's called nibiru then it's then it's translated the same word nibiru is translated to be Juno. So they actually literally start calling it Juno because for some reason at one point they must have interpreted it to be Jupiter 
And so that's where they start following. So what is the timeline then from this text to the Bible? Well, the Bible, um, what we have from, say... And how do you feel about this theory? Like, like, Well, the theory that they're aliens, I think, is absurd. That there's aliens? You think it's absurd? No, I think that the theory that they were aliens is absurd. Okay. Yeah. Right? Like, it's the least probable, in my opinion. This is literally it. In okay, my opinion, do you believe the extraterrestrials are coming here, like, the, like at all, or what? I don't think that there's any evidence of that whatsoever. What about those videos that were released just by by? Oh, there was a, the, the the there was just some video released a couple uh, 2015. I have no idea. Of, I actually watched Alien Autopsy live well, that was in real joke. time. Come on, it Me sure too. was. I watched that when I was a but kid. it wasn't when it aired. Totally fake. It wasn't when it aired. When it aired, it was like. There's people on there saying that if you could fake this, we'll give you a job right now because this would be the best fake ever made. And, then you, and if you go on uh, Amazon right. Prime and watch it now, it's like, oh, brutal. Yeah, well, of course, right? But anyway, there was some released footage recently from the Pentagon 2015 yep. of some fighters, some fighter jets, aren't there, the U.S. military caught yep. freaking objects. And they're like, yeah, basically, man, they're I saying, know. yeah, they're in our airspace. They're, it's a slow... Yeah. So really what you You're should be asking it. if you've got wisdom is what the hell's going on? Well, like, there's fucking aliens no, 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 coming no. here, man. No, 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 no. I mean, like, did they invade somebody? Did they bomb somebody recently? Were they, you know. You like, need to watch the footage. What else? No. What else are they doing that they're trying to distract you with oh, footage of aliens? Well, you can say this. Okay. Because that's funny you said that because that's what everyone's saying all this. Because it's kind of stuff. poo-poo, right? I don't, it's not, man. It's like, if there was aliens, if there was confirmed evidence of aliens, the Pentagon would never release it. Right. Okay. Well, this is the part of Adam that, that I, this, that's challenging for me. Right. Like I, I've walked there, this, if you watch the evidence, you brought the video, the video itself. Yes. I have definitely watched it. What do they call it? Tic Tac footage. So what do you, what do you think it is? I have no idea, dude, but you're saying that I have no idea. I don't have the answers. But I know what I'm, I'm looking not for. Your theory, man, with and the you're saying though. nope, it's a distraction. The t- I'm saying that no, it's not aliens. It's not evidence of aliens. Oh, for sure way. it is. It's the Tic Tac video footage released in the Pentagon. This is why we got to be filming this stuff. No, anybody can go to Tic Tac video if they want. No, I know, but it's more fun to watch it like while we're yeah, yeah, that yeah, like these are met. These are like undeniable radar systems man that that these objects are moving quick no no you're finding an object i wouldn't deny that but the whole idea that this object is alien is absurd okay so we don't know that it's alien but it's definitely intelligently operated sure but it's (laughs) like we don't have anything like that Okay, so my, I'm just no saying, idea, personally, dude. I believe that extraterrestrials, the greys are abducting people. There's cattle yep. mutilations. There's okay. crop circles. There's a lot of fake. There's a lot of this. There's a yep. lot of that. I believe, and this will actually go back to a theory that I have, that I believe that some people on this planet, when they become spiritually in tune, legit, mm-hmm. like really like get there, that they almost show up on a radar to some of these beings or interdimensional beings. Like once a human starts... I don't know, man. I sound crazy, but whatever. I mean, once you start getting to a meditative state and you're just like, like, just a, like a super powerful, like total, you've reached ultra bullshit level. Well, I don't know, man. Why do you think it's bullshit? <laughs> because it is. Um, why, why? Okay, so yeah, let's, you're, what? let's get back to, okay, let's get back let's to, get back to no, but let's get back. 
the thing is, is that okay? I'm just saying. I don't wait. <sighs> the my problem is, is that my answer to your synchronicity problem is just as weird as synchronicity. Okay, that's my problem, right? So I'd love to be a rational, mathematical, scientific person. <clears throat> love Which to is be, boring, but I'm not. Fuck. I'm not. Fair enough. I'm actually really weird. I know right? you are. That's why we're here. I'm just so weird. And I'm so isolated and I'm such a weird by myself person that I go through what other people would take other people years. I can go through in a very short period of like time. Like give an example. Like just as far as, you know, reading and contemplating things. So, I mean, I've already, I've read most religions that are in the world. I right couldn't only. possibly believe in any one of their gods. I couldn't possibly okay, i've read every read i've read every reliable ghost book that i could get my hands on i couldn't possibly believe in ghosts right but what i do believe in is i believe in <coughs> experience i believe in phenomena i believe that the universe is the universe right but that's a contradiction in and a sense, then, if you when we're talking about divinity like the idea to me that there's somebody out there that's even that there's like a consciousness that's looking over you totally bizarrely absurd right if there is then it would be ultra neutral it would be impartial it would know that it couldn't help you any more than it can't help somebody else and if it could help you then it would help them too right now what if what if you are in fact that higher power okay see now you're starting to get into mechanics well, if we want to talk about mechanics, so that, let's, let's strip okay. out the bullshit poo-poo mythology about religion. Let's get to the whole point of rather than trying to follow Jesus by like getting a poster of Jesus or wearing a cross, follow in his path, follow in his footsteps, do what he did to learn what he learned so that you're actually looking at the world from the same perspective. So the ultimate self-development quest. It's the ultimate self-development quest. Absolutely. But what if you were actually the reason? What if you're the higher power? Okay. I like that. That, uh, So same as a ghost, right? People say my house is haunted. I say, no, it's not. You are creating illusions yourself because I've explored a lot. I've explored a lot in religion and I've explored a lot in human potential. And I've eluded myself. I've deluded myself. I've created illusions <coughs> that are so real that I can see them, that I can name them. That you I created can delusions see. that are so real that you can see them. Absolutely, absolutely. It's. I mean, but it, you also had said in, once that you believe people are haunted. This is this, 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 this is crazy pants, right? Like I said, I wish I was normal. I wish I could say the same, but I'm not. We can create illusions that are so powerful that they can. Uh, they can literally manifest themselves like like hallucinations <clears throat> and we can literally see them now that's an illusional sort of a basis but i'd also say that the same mechanic exists that if there is some form of synchronicity where there is a higher power that is literally doing something in the world as far as mystically influencing the world for your benefit I would have to say that the only possible person is you, not God, okay. not. And now if you want to redefine God, if you define God, how I define God, 
which is a principle. God's not a person. God's not a personality. God's not a character. I don't think so story. God to me is a principle. Yeah. It's a, it's a physics principle. It's a math principle. And math and physics might sound like they're dead, but look around. They're it's alive. everywhere. That's re- no, math, that's another- math and physics is alive, dude. Very you much know what? so. The golden spiral. The pl- in plants. It's- no. What it's us. Mean? Look at us. We're talking about it. We're literally talking about it. Okay. We're literally so conscious that we can self-reflect and talk about it. We've got a feedback loop that mm-hmm. allows us to be aware of ourselves feedback loop as is- we are as we are outputting ourselves to the universe, we are literally getting a feedback of it. We're aware of ourselves. And that can be a part of the elasticity itself. The feedback loop. uh, Sure. I mean, I don't don't really know. I'd have to say that elasticity would be like one of the lowest likely reasonings for anything because that requires some other mechanics. Fair Um, enough. even Even if it was, let's just say, the whole point that you are the determining factor in in this synchronicity experience it's not like what satanism itself like the satanic church is based in as well like you are the no 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 satanism is a is a mock religion based off pissing christians off that's it is it yeah but they also but they have some basis in like self-mastery and like you are your i like you are it's it's a it's the, the whole the whole basis it's is, a very self-development theme oh, sure isn't sure. it well they've kind of they morphed into it like they're like, all artists and like self the satanic people. bible by anton levey is specifically like he was a pk pastor's kid it's all people who were involved in getting fucked over by the church somehow some point in their oh, life okay. who rejected it and decided you know what piss you I'm going to do what I want. And they want to take the piss out of the Christians. They want to aggravate the hell out of them. Um, so the satanic church is a parody religion. Right. right. So it's not really just like the band ghost, everybody. And similar to discordianism where discordianism's actual goal is to communicate intelligent stuff, but it's to conceal intelligence in a joke to the point where you'll never know that it's, and that kind of runs like that's what I kind of feel like with the Illuminati or Mason. Mason is like what? It, sorry, the Masons are sort of running that theme in a sense. Where like that it's here. a joke, not a joke, but it's just like there's like look here, but don't look like there, there's something here to be learned, but it's not for you. Or it, Freemasonry and Christianity and Judaism, they're all perpetrated. They're all kept alive by people who don't understand the meanings behind the symbology for the most part. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's about it. Like most Christians don't really understand the significant mystical symbology behind their own religion. There's some basis of, of right. beauty in Christian in Christianity though. Like, like, like Christian fundamentalism is really like quite peaceful and, and good. It just depends. Depends who's wielding it. Right. right? Like it's like a tool. Anything, obviously it's like a in, tool. Any, in any sort of, Mm-hmm. Christianity was much like Judaism and uh, Islam. All three Abrahamic religions were created to control <clears throat> people. Judaism, the least, because well, it was, and it's definitely not the least, really. But I'd say that it comes, it came by it the m- most honest around 1000 BCs when it starts to form. And um, again, it's people that came from Chaldea. So at least as far as I understand it, the people who came from Sumer would have been influenced by the Magi and the religion of the Magi, which was very much more like a living religion, more closely similar to Sufism, where you have Jesus. singing <laughs> and dancing and 
Um, but they're all expression. Expression. Okay, so there you go. And so this that what you're saying, like um, segue back into the higher power thing, is like so. It, it, you're right. We are the gods. We are the the power, and that kind of correlates with what I am saying. Like if once, you, like Jesus, you were saying, like be walk the path of Jesus, walk that path of integrity, and that's kind of where I'm trying to. I you know I might listen to this podcast years from now and be like, damn, I sound like an idiot, but um, but that's just it. What like become so walk the path of Jesus and you will walk in the light of you'll probably never walk the path of Jesus but no but I mean like do it like if you're gonna follow what you're saying if you're gonna follow him then do what he did yeah yeah I mean just just but what I'm trying to say is like that synchronicity that higher power stuff is like I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna be I'm gonna do well I'm gonna achieve I'm gonna help people with my experience levels I'm gonna do things I'm gonna pray I'm gonna walk in alignment with my higher self Mm-hmm. and get more in touch with a spirituality and more in touch with God mm-hmm. and things will happen for me. I, you know, and I, th- I think that, but like, yeah, there's still that gray area where like I could still walk out of the sidewalk and get smoked by a bus. But you've also got the advantage of resources um, to your, to your, like within your reach. Right? <clears throat> so there's a lot of variables. Um other people, like if you were stranded on a desert island, for instance, you, the limited resources that you'd have would depend on what you can do for yourself even, right? So I'm impossibly, I can't get around it. I'm stuck with the whole perspective that you, whatever is occurring is occurring as a result of your own cause and effect. Um, this is, it that, doesn't have to be mathematical. Okay, so it doesn't I, have to be strictly physical. I understand. What are these? What case? Okay, so what are all these religions like? What is? What are they? They're, they're after something. I mean, like all these ancient civilizations that have built these megalithic structures. They're all different. All right? these fucking religions are all Ganesh and. Uh, they're all different. Uh, Jehovah and Jesus and fucking. Yeah. They're all, but there's always a god head. There's always a higher. No, that's not true at all. In fact. Okay. There's not always a godhead. It seems like it though. There's, but there's always not. There's like Buddhism. Okay. Buddha yeah. is not God. He's Buddha, a person. Buddha is a person who found the way. The way. That's the what way. we're talking about. It's a through meditation. It's a though. formula. And love. It's formulaic and mechanical. It's people. Well, Mechanical's got a bit of a connotation, like a negative connotation to me. I feel like it's more. But more it's mechanic. Fractal. Sure, but that's what makes a, What makes a fractal, right? Math. Yeah. Right, Not and it's the it's it's the mechanics. It's the functional. It's like when you look inside a cell, and you're like, "Wow, that's weird." But the cells actually got like little tiny uh, enzymes and and proteins, and the proteins sometimes look like uh like two like a an inchworm moving around. That's Literally, it looks like an inchworm sometimes. Sometimes it has three legs and a weird head, and it walks around on the legs, and it swims, and it gives a. These are proteins, for Christ's sakes. Right. If you looked inside That's a cell, your macrocosm or your you, microcosm. Yeah. If you looked inside a cell and looked at some of these proteins, you'd be like, "Holy crap!" There's That's like it literally. And that's they're what we not, are essentially. They're not. The, the sp- they're not life. They're not even living. It's just they're just around. proteins. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's just proteins. Wow. It's like a virus. Viruses aren't technically alive because they don't have enough DNA to replicate until they get into you, and then they're a, they're a parasite, so then they can replicate once they're in you. But right. there's there's so many things that aren't alive that have the appearance of life, um, and they are mechanical, but it's not, it's not mechanics like dead matter mechanics. It's mechanics like principle, like the formula 
that makes this happen. One of the best things, if anybody's ever, and I've, I've mentioned it to you before, you probably forget, but um, a cellular automata is one of the best things to look at. Stephen Wolfram makes a, did a, wrote a book on it and uh, he does a, he has a video on it and it's basically from chaos to complexity. Okay. And it's like from simplicity to co complexity and it's how these cellular automata have these rules, right? And so they're just basically think of like a pixel or a cell. And the rule is move up one and to the right. Okay. But if there's already one block there, then move up one more and go to the right. Right. right? And so these simple rules yeah. end up creating these vast fractal patterns and there's almost always repetition. Yeah. And then once you have repetition, you have a closed circle and it's no longer it's no longer a, a, a fractal number, right? Like a, so, but that doesn't leave any room for consciousness in that. It's just, it's just, that's just literally. Well, consciousness is a chemical thing. Consciousness is not mystical. Consciousness is chemical. How, though? We, like we know because you can take away brain chemistry and you'll literally lose your consciousness. You can give somebody a lobotomy they'll lose consciousness no how do you know that they're still there they could just be trapped in their mind like if you take away a piece of their brain they they seem out of it but they're in there going fuck they could fuck. they could very well be well they i could, think but so. they, they appear to be a vegetable state but what you're implying there is just literal mechanics at a very macro or sorry micro level yeah it but, just goes right but yeah. there's no room there for conscious decision it just you're saying it just happens that's how the universe is based in that theory. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Which is scary. Yeah, but the difference between that and consciousness is just a complexity. All consciousness is, is that with a greater level of complexity so that it feeds back. So I'm saying there's a sort of a spiritual there's a there's so you're I'm saying so you're saying there's a, a basic structure. Yeah. Move up, move left. If there's left's taken, go up one more mechanics but there's some those are the principalities and powers that create fractals that create the fibonacci sequence that create uh all of, the, all cars, of the things cell phones everything well it's just these principles right like why do you why why is the universe the way it is well fuck. it's what's what's even space contained within like if you really want to think like what the hell where's the far where is it yeah, where does yeah. it end how do but, you know, like even if even if you consider the universe to be some type of completely random, dead, unconscious machine, God. then what created it? There's, <clears throat> well, there's, fuck, there's, right? Like, there's oh principles. God, that is a trip. There's like mathematical principles that equate to <laughs> the reason that the bosons uh, uh, concentrate the quarks. And that creates the matter, and that creates the gravity, and that creates the, you know, there's these original principles right so again those are the mechanics whether or not it's conscious or it's unconscious well i think that that's almost alleviated like as far as rationalism is concerned the idea that there's consciousness in the universe i ha there has to be dude is almost not even a debate right like how can a human being deny that there's consciousness in the universe okay but you right? how do you, you don't think that there could be some advanced race in the pleiades that are thousands if not millions of years advanced i would assume there is in fact 
You, you would assume. I would assume. And, and they are like fucking. I mean, the Pleiades is a big place, but if they're not in the Pleiades, they're somewhere. And they come, and you know, and they come here and visit once in a blue, and, and we're like such a. I tiny, don't see why they do that. Because they're because we're part of some sort of greater advancement. Maybe. Here's what a theory I had when I was working yeah. the other day. I was like, "What am I going to bring to this podcast? We're about to we're going to we're going to talk about synchronicity versus chaos. Holy shit!" And I know Adam's so, <laughs> it's going to be over my head in some some aspect, but I had a thought to myself. I watch a lot of alien documentaries. I've been fascinated by ancient aliens. I've been, I think that ancient aliens reaches quite a bit. But anyway, like I believe in aliens, and 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 the greys. So I feel like the Earth plane itself, to some degree, is like a motherboard. There's a, it's a motherboard. There's some sort of, like it's a web. There was a theory that there was that I, that was explained where like the universe is actually like it's sort of connected by a web. Mm. So when our planet started firing. It's connected to other solar systems and planets. So when our little planet started mm-hmm. firing off nuclear weapons and started getting to a point of development, it was sending sending signals out to other race, out to other races, other other beings. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh shit, oh shit." Okay, let's go. We got to get out there, check it out. So I I almost feel like this planet is a garden that's you know, and 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 we're we're supposed to become spiritually awakened, if you will. And we're setting off at that point. Once you become like the Buddha, that gets to a, a transcendental state of bzzz, like you're, you're buzzing at a certain spiritual frequency. Mm-hmm. Then you're you're off. You're off. You're out. You're done. We're off to the next fucking planet or something or whatever it is. Like I think we're so. Well, think about that. Technology's only been around for a hundred years, 130, 150 years. It's a blink in yeah, yeah. the vast. Like it's just a nothing. It's such. I wouldn't a be surprised. Like if so, if I found Does out. Does what I'm that, saying make sense though to you? Well, kind of, yeah. But I don't see why they'd be here. I don't. I'm not aware of any um, detection. Like I just to feel say, like once we start waking up a bit, we, we send off a little beacon, and that might uh, might that might. I'll, again, that's great to say, but we can't prove that. Identify any frequency of electromagnetic radiation that a person who's enlightened has as opposed to a person who's not enlightened well i don't know i mean i just you can ask me questions and probably determine it that way it's but, so beyond what i'm saying too like my what i'm like, you know is there's if there was a I'm talking photography hundreds here. and hundreds of years from now when we've mm-hmm. stopped burning fossil fuels started actually eating a plant-based diet and killing these animals and we actually evolved as a species together as one consciousness and in a couple hundred to a few thousand years here on earth Mm-hmm. There's we are starting to move into something real cool. Mm-hmm. Probably and, communism at that point. Oh fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> but you see where I'm going with this, and I'm sure some of the listeners do. Uh, that's just kind of my theory. It's as childish or naive as it sounds. There's just yeah. something to these videos that you see. These lights that are coming. There's something more to it. And I mean, I mean, gray aliens. Uh, I don't know. Like, there's just it, it's just pretty alarming. But what you're saying makes a lot of sense too. It just yeah. But it could imply that it's just a random event. But it can't. But, it you're, can't, but I'm, I'm trying to find can't the, imply where's, that, though. Where, who's the conscious yeah. being. That's Well, again, now, why does it have to be a conscious being? Well, some... Uh, well, why yeah, does it maybe have to not, be a conscious being? And that's what I asked you on Facebook. What the point is, is it? What's the what point is of this, the difference? What's the difference? Know. Like I said. If, the, if, if you think the universe is aware or it's not aware... Right. So, okay. Basically, what we're, what we're degree. talking about is we're talking about one universe. Yep. We're in it. Yep. 
we're talking about it. The fish tank reality. There's only one, right? Really. What we perceive of it doesn't really matter to it. And whether or not we understand it, the probabilities, like if we're like, oh, no, it's a living. Well, maybe it's not. That's just quantifying how well we understand it. That has no effect. It has no real basis on the universe itself, mm-hmm. right? Somebody thinking the universe is dead, that's probably just their problem. <laughs> really? Yeah, right? Now, if you have nothing, if you've had no experiences in life whatsoever that cause you to have a relationship with this universe, so to speak, right? that makes you very confident that there's something squirrely going on. Right. There's some squirrely connectivity to you and the, to everything else and the, you know, then I feel bad for you. But again, if consciousness is chemical, which I'm confident it is at this point in my life, that's weird. If it's chemical and it's purely chemical, then it's also not exclusive to us. Right. right? Okay. As a result, I think I see animals as more conscious as many other people. I see how people talk about animals. I see how they react to animals, how they consider them. And I think, boy, these people don't even realize that those animals are just like them. Right? Consciousness isn't exclusive to human. Consciousness isn't exclusive to our brain, and it's not exclusive to brains. Uh, The awareness that we call consciousness actually has involvement in our organs. We have tissues in our organs that that work that work with our brain in order to produce what we call consciousness because we have sense awareness as well as just self-awareness mm-hmm. right um, and that sense system is part of what we call consciousness but it's entirely chemical and there's really no reason that the configuration this is where this is where like it starts to get complex is well, I'm sure we're, it's, we're, not, we're not complex enough. <laughs> it's it not about us. It's about a configuration. It's not about the particular chemicals. It's about a configuration. It's almost like how um, viruses are shapes that can unlock a key. Mm-hmm. Light waves are shapes that can fit inside receptors that are shaped a particular way. Mm-hmm. A great a number of chemical and phys- physical reality it's based off of a lock and key type of mechanism. Even a lot of the smells that we smell are literally compounds that get recepted and the shape of them tells says what they can fit into. Squares don't fit into circles. Circles don't fit into squares. Right. Squares fit into squares. Circles fit into circles. That's how we identify what it is. That's why sulfur smells that way. That's why, that's why blue is blue and why green is green. Because the wavelengths sit in our eye sensors. What about people that are colorblind, though? Then they are missing the sensors. They're literally missing rods or cones. Right. Right. So a, a great deal of it is based off of shape. A great deal of the universe of our, of our senses and of how things react to each other based off of shape the reason why that looks again i'm just becoming redundant but the configuration of chemicals that we call a brain has led to feedback systems where we aren't just impulsive we aren't just like a plant that just grows and dies and grows and dies chemically we get a feedback loop where we get to observe our leaf growing at the same time that it's growing and we become aware that there's a leaf. We're a plant that's aware that it's a plant, right? Like we literally come from fish. What? Yeah. You agree? You believe in that? 
What do you mean believe? Darwin. In it? You don't have to believe. Okay, let's just take belief out. This is going to be a completely different podcast, but belief is the biggest intellectual cancer of human humanity. As long as belief. you believe stuff, you're going to be screwed by it. Belief yes. will always well, stab you in the back. That's getting into the everything yeah. is probabilistic. Is this another so belief? We're gonna that's gonna be a whole other podcast. Belief versus probabilism. You might want to write that down. Well, it's like it's like literally one of the stories of my life because that's. I had to remap my entire brain towards probabilism. Just remember it. Rather it's, than belief. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll watch, the po- gonna, I'll watch this podcast and I'll remember. How long has this been going? <laughs> Almost two hours. Wow. Well, an hour and a half. Is um, that with the other one included? Or did you stop? Yeah, it's with the other one included. So it's been about an hour. Anyway, um, so. So. You, so you, it's it's one thing. It's one thing to believe it, but I don't believe what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying that this happens to be the most probable explanation, right? Uh, so to sum that's it where up. The, the, just one more thing. That's where if you look at a star system, <clears throat> if you look at like the Orion Nebula, or not the Orion, the Eagle Nebula, the uh, star creators, you know, Horseshoe Nebula, sorry. What is that what it's called? Um, you know, the one that stars are birthed Orion? in. Orion's belt? No. What? It's the nebulous. Someone's yeah. screaming at us right now. You idiot. Oh, f- Taurus. No, my ridiculous. What? It's the horsehead nebula. I it's don't this know. place that stars oh, are Oh, yeah. That's a super right? famous shape. I would have. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. So it's these. Those are cool. These are nebula. nebula are like weird places that stars are born, right? That's no. trippy shit right there if you're looking at that. like. Yeah, and okay, again. Anyway. You get into the. You get into the, you get into the idea that if the brain is chemical and consciousness is chemistry, then why would it be limited to humanity? Literally, well, okay, is there well, so we're in agreement then. In, of we're in agreement. We okay, so but that's a weird disagree. Agree, right? Well, it's, I'm coming. From, like my theory is a little like you're you're obviously way more well read in this and i'm going from intuition and like la la fucking burn some sage and fucking let's fucking watch some alien documentaries <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay too but so you're saying of course there's consciousness out there of course and why, what does it look like though that's and, what i want to know and, like and is it a why fucking little gray alien manning a little ship coming here to fucking abduct people maybe i mean that's why guests would be great i'd love to have some yeah. I mean, some of the old natives, uh, really, like some of the, like even out Skinwalker Ranch, the local natives are like the Skinwalker, like they're like these are elders that are like yeah, star people. Like how would yeah. you argue with them? Try these uh, Indian eld these elders talk about star gods coming and star people coming, and yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what that is. Like okay, forget about the ancient alien theory and all that silly shit, but you're saying right now that there is evidence. And it's no, there's not evidence. What well, I'm saying it's just reasonable to believe that that there's intelligence out there. It's logical that if our brains are conscious, our brains and systems are conscious because of particular chemical systems, okay. because of chemical and me- mechanics, you're coming from a that very science based both, both, both uh, uh, functions, right? Because okay. a lot of our functions are as well autonomic. We right. are autonomic organisms, which is another great topic. Right? You don't blink, could, you don't breathe, you're you don't produce uh, insulin, you don't do any of act that consciously. Your body does everything exactly, right? We are 
a fraction of ourselves. The person who calls, that's why I refer to myself uh, sometimes <laughs> as the person who calls himself Adam. Because there's a difference between me as an organism and, and me you as, a consciousness. as a person who calls himself Adam. Because the person who calls himself Adam likes to think that he's the driver. The person who calls himself Adam is actually the backseat driver most of the time. And you're saying this fucking meat suit is in charge? Yes, the meat suit's in charge. The, the, the responses that have been conditioned, the responses that have been learned, the, the autonomic, robotic reactions to shit is literally okay, so the vast the majority of all of us. That's right? interesting there, too. There's another whole podcast topic there as well. It's just that what you're saying is a, is a total hack on recovering from addiction, recovering from your habit, your life, your diet. Like that, what you're saying is a total hack into completely changing your life mm-hmm. as well for the better if you're in a place where you're not exercising or eating properly or, or perhaps everybody. Everything, almost everyone, everyone not autonomically gets up. What's that? Almost all of us, like we're all struggling. Let's yeah, just right. Say so, that. like, but there's people, there's one percenters that go that tell themselves, "I'm going to go out and achieve," and they become millionaires and everything. Or the guys that go to the gym, or these life coaches, and all these different people that are successful. Like, they're ba- they, they they understand that autonomic system. I don't think they do. Well, they have to. Nope. Maybe they're not aware of it as well as you might be, but I'm saying they've tapped into it unconsciously then to be up at five. I'm, yeah. That's all. Well, or, that's a whole other podcast. Or dude. that's just how they've been programmed. Well, the, luckily, exactly. Luckily, maybe they luckily had, maybe no, they have the right influences. You, I think. But listen, thing you research different things than I do. Like you mm-hmm. all clearly. So, but I will not disagree that there's some of them that have had the glean of wisdom that have led them to change their life make their life the way that they would want. Right. To be. But you're talking about, a I think that most of them have somehow fallen into good habits, maybe because they didn't have the influences of bad habits or, uh, well, no, some of like these people have like, had horrible habits. Like from what I've learned, yeah. heard, you are, you are like, um, damn, what's the word I'm looking for? You're, you're just solidifying, like as I leave here, I'm gonna be like, when I get up tomorrow morning and I need to go go to the gym, I need to drink that water. What we've talked about just here is with these autonomic systems. I'm just are reaffirming, like, all right, like that's yeah. that's what's necessary to. But once you do that like five times, it becomes autonomic. Right. Right. Okay. That's Fair, the yeah. that's the beauty. Volition is the most difficult, and like when you're when you're on the cusp of say addiction having to use the volition volition is a terrible thing volition volition just what's the meaning of volition okay let's define it then volition is that moment when you of your own volition so when you yeah when you go against the autonomics you go against your conditioning you go against your it's like the whole you know uh let's just say maybe somebody pushed you when you were a kid and you punched them back and then you're at the bar and somebody pushes you and just your instinct at that point is to punch them oh because my. that's the last thing you did last time somebody pushed you. But you're like, Garrett, we don't punch people because we're better than that. And you're like halfway through the swing and you're like, God damn it. I just don't want to do it because I'm a better person than that. And yeah. you stop yourself and it takes no effort to just follow your instinct to so follow Adam, your impulses but it takes a great deal of effort to use your volition your willpower oh, to sure, change right. your destiny but and this is this is like destiny here okay so segueing right? back into our conversation okay adam 
mm-hmm. took a bite of the apple mm-hmm. of his own volition. So what? The, so we have. You're saying. I feel like you're implying. Or, well, I'm feeling like. I feel like what you're saying is like the conscious like being is it has a like it's just in our dna and in the universe's dna that there's obviously a consciousness right is that what you're saying no i don't think it's i think i think consciousness is it it appears that consciousness randomly evolves there's an an automatic universe an automatic being and then it feels like we have a decision as well like there's yeah so what is adam doing there he's like hey you got it made buddy but i want to use this apple so now what? Now you've created... So it feels like the universe has given us an opportunity to make our own decisions, but it's based in some sort of me- mechanical, um, autonomic... Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So Absolutely. Wh- so, okay. Yeah. We're, here. We're on the same Yeah, page. yeah, yeah. Volition is the weirdest thing in the entire universe. Let's just clarify that right now. Okay? So water is the coolest molecule. Because right? you can talk to it. No. You cannot <laughs> talk, no. Someone at work was saying because it's, it, talk because water, it's weird. It changes shape when you freeze it. Yeah, that's hippie nonsense. That's Mitsuro Yakamuzu or whatever his name is. No, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, um, it's uh, what were we saying? Well, we're just we're coming. We're meeting in the middle for sure. Volition, volition, volition is the strangest thing. Absolutely, the strangest thing because the entire universe has no volition. Right. Right. At least it, it appears so. The universe appears, is hostile. So the universe did, is. What was that lyric? By tool, the, the universe, universe is hostile. Is hostile so, so impersonal. Devour to survive. So it is. So, so it's always been. Yeah. Beautiful. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. It so really, that's great. Um, the yeah, like the entire universe is predictable. It's mathematically predictable. It's uh, things reacting to other things. Um, uh, it's really, really. And what does Bill Hicks say today? Today, a young man on acid realized that all matter is merely energy condensed into a slow vibration. That we are all one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively. There is no such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we are an imagination of ourselves. So essentially, here's Tom with the weather. Here's Tom. But so we are the universe experiencing itself. Literally, yeah. Now that now that. So what's the fucking point? Yeah, right. Eh. Well, that's just it. Is that the answer is already here? We we just have to find the question. Um, volition is the most interesting thing because we live in a dead universe. Everybody around us is almost entirely dead, right? Um, consciousness is like this weird emergent thing. Consciousness is an emergent phenomenon <laughs> from biology. Biology is an, emo- an emergent phenomenon from a biology from is an emergent phenomenon chemistry. from history, from like, so they're from trying chemistry. Someone right? figured it out. What do you mean? Figured it out? Well, I mean, no, no, no. At one point, it. at one point, there was just rock. Yeah, and then rock formed RNA, and then RNA formed DNA, and then DNA formed sludge, and from sludge to sponge, and from so sponge there's your to Darwin, which came from, from fish theory. I just don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> really? <You still? laughs> okay, okay. Let's just say this: even in the alien theory, from I'm uh, not a full blown ancient alien. Ze- like, but even the Zechariah Sitchin, um, like chariots of the gods theories, just you, believe in it. <laughs> even in those theories, um, and I'm not attributing Zechariah to chariots of the gods. I just can't remember that author's that, name. That, uh, Eric von Eric Daniken. von Daniken. That's it. Um, even in those theories, we still evolved from fish, right? Uh, Zechariah Sitchin thinks that um, aliens came here from Nibiru. 
and they genetically modified a version of the Homo erectus yeah. with their so then own. Why didn't we evolve with the apes? Why didn't they evolve with us? Right. What are you talking about? Apes and Homo erectus divided way before aliens right, okay. ever would have. Well, I'm out of my league here, people. Sorry, yeah. let Adam talk. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Homo erectus is like about forty thousand years. They went extinct. Right, forty thousand years ago, maybe sixty, depending on who you ask. Because um, again, that's weird thing is different universities have different dates for these things. When I was compiling my list of every single hominid bone fragment ever found and where they were found and when they were attributed to, I ended well, up discovering that. Bigfoot came from was that Gigantopithecus uh, Blackie. Well, yeah, Gigantopithecus Blackie, but still not and, like that's not a human, right? And it lived before even the earliest humans, which is like. Anthropopanthropus and Anthropicus. Anthropithecus. Yes, guy, I have a podcast anyway. with a guy that's way smarter than me, no. so I'm learning too. Thing is, <laughs> uh, in so, the entire yeah. universe, volition is so absolutely rare, and the only thing that we've ever experienced something that have volition that we could really call volition is us, right? Maybe higher animals, but, you know, I mean, we come from invertebrates. Uh, lower invertebrates like fish say uh, we were fish like 80 million years ago or something like that you know or our common ancestor with whales was 60 million years ago let's just say like even 150 million years ago or something like that to be safe because I, I don't want to be quoted and be wrong but um, so we just slowly we can made assume, our way onto the shore we can ass- yeah yeah yeah, there's like lizard, amphibian stages and a whole bunch of different shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. But Over thousands and thousands of years. That's millions. Mi- or, yeah, sorry, millions and millions of years, yeah. Um, and it's really not even, <laughs> that's not even an all that squirrely of a story to me, right? There's a lot, uh, there's a lot of links between the two. It, could make, it makes sense. I mean, it's not like, oh, that's ridiculous. Like, but do you think... Aliens are far more ridiculous than that theory if, if we're really... How talking. conscious are fish, though? I don't know. Like you catch a trout. Like are fish conscious of their own existence? I mean, you got to ask that about a bug too. Like, what about that? I think about that, like that worm or that fucking ant or that fly. Like, and yeah, and but I think bugs are a lower, lower level a of trout? intelligence. I wonder. <laughs> how about a, How about like you watch? You watch. Uh, sometimes I watch that show Tuna. I catch yeah. Tuna on Discovery Channel. These fish are massive, and yeah. they look pretty scared when they're getting caught. So is it aware? How aware of itself is? No, no, no. It? That's that's different. Okay. Right, because that's an impulse. That's an impulse and an oh, instinct. Oh, instinct. Yeah. Uh, that's the instinct that, in order to, yeah, in order to survive, the fish needs to. What are you doing, dude? I'm grabbing a uh, Red Bull. Oh, okay. I was gonna say hit the coffee machine on while you're there. I got a P too. Oh. Okay, let's t- let's take a five. Take five. Take five. All right, well, let's try to wrap this up for about eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's good. I mean, like, if it goes good, you keep going. That's yeah, that's I mean, I just don't think... Nobody cares. Nobody that's listening to it's like, I've got something to do here. And here's another thing. Well, no, I, oh, dude, like, it takes me days to listen to Joe Rogan sometimes. Well, Joe Rogan's a bit different. For yeah. five hours. Yeah. That's but I, of, if Elon Musk is on Joe Rogan, I'm like, okay, why don't you skip these MMA guys? Literally. And just get Elon Musk on for six hours. He did, didn't he? Was well, like he four? had him on for three. Yeah, but he's a, he's here's the th- here's the genius of that though. The UFC guys listen. The Elon Musk guys listen. 
the wrestling guys listen, the yeah. ancient alien, because he's he just had Travis Walton, the alien abduction, the dude from Fire in the Sky on. Oh really? Okay. Oh dude, he's pushing aliens nice. hard. He These had days? the guy, yeah. the pilot from those videos on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is what yeah. I'm saying. Like, you listen to those podcasts, and you're like, well, "These are very educated people talking." Oh, about absolutely. Aliens, and you're like, "Okay, no, what? they're not talking about aliens." Well, they're, they're about framing what the, their discussion that this, that it's about aliens. They're talking about a phenomenon that they observed, fair enough, and that machinery or instrumentation but it corroborated. That the, okay, so we need so, to have a UFO talk. Okay, I'll start thinking about subjects. One of them is going to be UFO. Sure. I mean, and and, and hand me stuff. stuff. Hand me stuff if I if I need to brush up. Like I'm I'm totally familiar with Bob Lazar and his story. There's another one. Again, I don't think Bob Lazar ever saw an alien. He fucking did. He he. I have been extremely thorough in reading and watching whatever Bob Lazar puts out. What do you think it was? I think that it was a complete scam. That he was actually they scammed him. Oh. Into believing that there was aliens so that he would leak it because he, I think that there was probably, I'd guess, say five to seven people yeah, but there was that were brought into. Device. Hold on. Hold on. I think there was five to seven people that were brought into the Area 51 bullshit. I think that they uh, were chosen because they were the most uh, easily influenced and most uh, easy to manipulate. And also the most like radical legit, right? Where they're legit, but they're radical, but they're legit, but they're radical. I think the entire point was to influence other people. In this case, I'd guess probably the USSR. And I think that they made every attempt to have him (laughs) leak that he's working on alien spaceships in Area 51. That's right? a pretty cool theory. So they set him up for his wife to cheat on him. They ended up, he ended up losing his, like him and his wife. This is a cool story, right? Because they used to send those like coded information things back to each she other. Wish you could talk they would, her. they would create their own coding Did in order for them to just, the yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, and, in oh. order to decipher it. And I've seen his own, I've seen his videos. Did you see dude. anything on Netflix? Yeah, of course. Dude, I've been watching Bob Lazar since he was on CBC in 1990s, like early 90s. So you think he was duped? I think he was duped, but I think the whole goal, it was just a big mind F, and I think the whole goal was that they knew he would would squeal, and they wanted him to squeal. They showed him things that they said were alien spacecraft that were like dug out of Mesopotamian shit. They had like rock on them still. So they set up, they staged this bullshit. I don't know. They man. took this guy who's super smart, See, but also up. semi-disconnected he's from... He's dumb though. I think he could tell if I said old. he's super smart, but he's also disconnected from like mainstream enough that he's not going to shill for them. Yeah, but he's talking about this anti... Like, he was talking about... Uh, what's that crazy... Um, yeah, I know. What was it? Tell it. Um, he's talking about an engine that when he looked at it, it was entirely it was like sealed. But he's also talking about the, the chemical he's got. What the hell was that? There's some... It's like, element, it's element, like antimony or a, something. Element something strange as hell. You'd have to look at it. Element 115. Look it up for a sec. We need to uh, no, go no, back no, no, to our no. other case. So this no, 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 no. This is this is getting too deep into yeah. Lazar, though. But now we what I'm saying is, is that I've been as thorough as I can be about Lazar. You can argue what you will, I've... but 
it appears to me that he was used to manipulate somebody else that he is an authoritative person enough but he is also enough of a radical that they knew that he wasn't going to shill for them that they set him up to see what they claimed to be alien spaceships and then they ruined his life and as a result of that he went out on the limb and contacted a reporter to tell them all the things that he saw which is exactly what they wanted him to do because he told a reporter he exposed the secret that the u.s government has all of the spaceships that have ever fell to the earth because he says they have seven some of them are like from ancient times they've literally they're still encrusted in rock right so now tell a difference though if it was fake or not I think they're in hangers. They're in hangers. No, 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 no. He said that he's walked into a hangar where he's shown one spaceship. And when he's walked in, he can see through the open doors into the other hangars to see the other spaceships. He never got close to them. Hmm. But then he's told like, oh, no, shush, shush, shush. Right. So it's alluded that these are the other spaceships. Now, now, the USSR is the leading competitor at the time. Right. And they know they don't have any spaceships. Right. And here's this American guy from the secret, uh, secret dried out lake bed area 51 base who says they've got seven. Some of them are even encrusted in rock. They're so ancient. Right. Mm. Now Russia's shitting their bed thinking, oh, well, they've got all the spaceships in the world. Right. And they set it up that it was actually a leak where Bob Lazar leaked the information to a reporter where he wasn't supposed to because it was top secret. Dude, it's all set up to just be a perfect setup where, uh, welcome to Cold War, they spent a great deal of money to convince Bob Lazar that they had alien spaceships so that he would leak it and they'd have the upper hand. Now Russia's going to be like, well, now they got they got well, all the spaceships. And then, well, now we can also right? talk about the moon landing too, right? No, not not today. No, or this. So we got to keep this case. We got to get back on track here. Um, Our fish. Off, what movie is this called again? That's Supernatural. No, no, with the Muppet and the Detective. That's um, a Muppet from the Muppet Show, and that is Castiel the Angel from Supernatural. What's the movie where they have the Muppets that are inappropriate, and it's kind of an R-rated movie? I'll have to look that up later. I don't know. That's like it's the comedy, mup. Though. The mup. Huh? Oh, there's like the they like catch them banging and shit, and there's like Avenue Q. Avenue Q. I would have thought it's just been in like the Muppets from the '80s because they were no, totally no. inappropriate. No, there's a movie that came out about two years ago. That that's what that's reminding me of, and mm. I forgot to watch it. And it's supposed to be hilarious. Yeah, and that's what it's called. I'll have to look it up. Okay, no, anyway, that's Bob unfortunately Lazar, from Superman. Okay, this isn't going to be the conspiracy podcast, though. No, no, no. We're not talking about conspiracies. We're talking about fish. Yes, yes okay, but first off, okay. wait a sec. The thing is, too, guests, man. We got to, like, start researching getting guests. That really, that would, like, on these guests subjects. Guests are difficult. What? Guests are difficult. No. Yeah, they are. Are they? Oh, yeah, they are. Well, that is possible. Difficult is difficult. Possible is possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, this actually... Let's just relate back to what we were talking about earlier. Okay. Where um, the, Lucy's interested. The, the prayer equals effect principle. Okay, the secret. Remember that? Has to do with a uh, great deal to do with resources, right? So, again, the fact that you live near um, a place that can provide assistance to you, the fact that you have a neighbor 
that is able to provide assistance to you, all that sort of stuff, those are resources that were you in somebody else's shoes, um, they wouldn't get. So that's one of the things is why doesn't the universe help everybody? Well, in my opinion, the universe isn't even helping them, right? They're helping themselves. But even if there was a universe helping them, if there was a God, say, helping them, can he help them, she help them, if there's no resources? No. So you, you need the resources. Right? You need, you like, say, them. exactly. Say, in this case, we'd need the resources for, uh, to be able to get into contacts with people and we'd need money to pay them Super or whatever like that. Goal, but like you just get, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, a build right? up. Um, I don't know. Like, would you be like, say if it did take off, would you be something you would be doing? You'd do? Of course. Why wouldn't I? Okay. Like, I think that the, I can already tell the chemistry here is really interesting. Sure. It's, we, we have good things to talk about. My, well, we have- my problem in life is that I don't have anything. I don't have any questions, right? My questions are so weird. And they're so obscure. And I'm just Mr. Like, hey. And you that. question everything, right? Fuck yeah, I do. No, I did question everything. And then you came to a conclusion. <laughs> but unfortunately, it was a long time ago, right? My thing is that I'm out of questions. Right? So that's the, there's a good thing. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not, it's not that I'm full of answers or anything like that. No, we have theory, yeah. The answer, I think, is, is in front of us, right? Just talking and debating. Like, I mean, we could talk about books, too. There's so many things we could talk about. And I, you know, there's just a lot here just because, because you're very smart and I'm just kind of quirky and yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious. I've satisfied a lot of curiosity. I'd love to have a third. Smart people are people who can know stuff. I'd say love to get a good guest. If we had like 10 shows and they're, and then we, and then we just both went in and like bought a guest. Yeah. We're all that yeah. dead space where we're making coffee. Oh, no, that's all edited out. Or so, maybe put some music in it. Once you get into that rabbit hole of editing, I'm sure you'll be like, ah, oh, that's got to go, that's got to go, that's got to go. Probably. Okay, let's get my back own, to the My own fish. podcast is heavily edited. Hmm? My own podcast. You have po- your own podcast? Yeah, the Politica show. Oh, fuck. How many people listen to that? Millions. Fuck off. Really? No. Like, the 9,000 people that hate you? Literally are- nobody. I have no idea. I don't look at it. I upload it to uh, Podbean. I've got a Podbean account for it. Yeah. And that's it. And I, I just believe there's potential. For me, there's always, I just go, you know what? I want out. I want out of the matrix. I want to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I got to, we got to, there's got to be a way into that 1%. Okay. Well, that's not my motivation for doing this. So hopefully your motivation. I mean, in light for me personally. In gotcha. Everything. I'm not saying podcast number one. No, but if that's your motivation, then I hope it works for me too. Like if, I, I hope your motivation spreads over to me because my only motivation to do this is for fun. Nope, is just because I think that words have to be said, and um, that's it. I th- I think I, that there's a value for somebody to hear some words at some point in their life, and this is up. I th- I'm banking on the fact that podcasts are like what I call the law of Lieber. So what the law of Lieber is you can have a bookshelf or hopefully multiple bookshelves filled with books mm-hmm. and some of the books will be very complicated and some of the books will be very simple. Whoever walks up to that book shelf mm. will never take a book that's over their head or below them. They'll always select a book that's perfect for them. That's, or a little challenging. Or yeah, just, just write what they need, which is like the le- next step for them in their life. So somebody could be talking about something like sophisticated or mystical and then they'll walk up and they'll pass over 
the more complicated books and really in this case complicated quite often means that you need to know something else because there's a reference I made you know learning, whatever shit like that right but either way okay, the law of Lieber I know what you're saying is that if you tell something to somebody you're risking um you're risking marring that idea for them right depending on how you come across and depending on their mood some ideas are so valuable to people and i think that they're so valuable to communicate that communicating them from mouth to ear either a the fact that it came from me might turn them off the fact of how i said it might turn them off the fact of like whatever it is it might actually literally rub them the wrong way in which case they might actually be opposed or not as receptive to that idea in the future and to me i'm doing somebody a disservice if i try to communicate to them something that is in fact wisdom or truism or an important little tidbit of perspective and because of the fact that it's me or how i did it i've now ruined it right so that's where talking about stuff is quite often not, not cool volition that's my well no it's my just my perspective on it we're talking about stuff isn't cool because you can you can turn people off of ideas that way whereas if you show them a bookshelf and they themselves walk up to it they're they're not likely to grab a book that's going to bother them or going to be like something that will in the future cause them to reject that idea or you know whatever it is it's it will work for them so that's to me the law of lieber you don't have to tell people stuff you have to give them the opportunity to find the information for themselves and then when they do they're receptive to it and it's good now with podcasts what i'm hoping is that the same sort of law applies it totally does. It's anybody absolutely it's so accurate who, that's a great analogy dude anybody who will benefit from listening to this podcast will listen to it and anybody who won't benefit from it won't they'll just simply skip it because it's not interesting and then we could say anything that we want without the threat of overstepping any ground or or saying things wrong or even just misrepresenting ideas and uh and and that having a negative result right because personally be radio i would rather say nothing than turn somebody off of a particular good idea simply because i'm associated to it right? mm-hmm. which i could imagine happening because as much as i like ideas and i'm fairly um balanced and reasonable as far as ideas go my the, re- the rest of me is a complete disaster right like literally i'm grumpy i'm insulting i'm arrogant i'm a i'm yeah, a i remember I'm the, po- the day i hung with a, you and you're like i don't like that person i don't like that this book sucks you should read this it's just like adam yeah well i'm i, I come across <laughs> it as makes a, you question I'm like yeah what? i come across oh, as an extremely negative extremely arrogant and i'm so PMA. short short-tempered gotta be pma dude positive What's, mental attitude yeah 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 yeah. positive metal attitude yeah 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 no and i can appreciate it but i don't appreciate positivity the same i appreciate objectivity well you just don't want that shining naivety of it of the pot everything's cool man like that's just it well so pma is not like that like the real true pma is like okay i got fired from my job today what's okay like i'm not gonna go down a pit of despair but what can i learn from that and how can i make a better decision next time how can i take ownership whereas i'm like i just lost my job today what should i drink yes and that's defeatism what should i find you got i'm gonna help change that what should i find and destroy that's it so your motivations to this podcast 
or that's great. That's a good analogy. I just say, why wouldn't you want? Wouldn't it be nice to do something you're passionate about for a living? And make a healthy, you know, bit of profit. Like I'm not saying millions of dollars, whatever, but just wouldn't yeah, it be yeah, cool yeah. to pay the bills doing something you love? Yeah, no, absolutely. No, that'd be great. So and yeah, just if it ever took off, I'd take you with me one hundred percent. Or you would I don't know, like of course, whatever. I'll, I'll edit the keeping it real podcast for you. The, okay. There you go. Keep no no no, keeping it heavy. Keeping it heavy. There Which you go. is like we talk about this is the keeping it heavy podcast where we talk about heavy subjects, heavy weights, and heavy metal. Today's guest is Adam Williams. No, I'm not gonna be a guest on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, Yeah, I don't lift weights and I don't and metal, nah, not really. Metal yeah, it'd be more about heavy my, it would be more about like heavy topics like what we're discussing, like just mm-hmm. me- my, mental health and plant based mm-hmm. The healing modalities and then we'd like to lift weights because they're healthy for us yeah what? plant-based what? you're fully plant-based now eh? no i'm talking about doing ayahuasca to heal trauma oh okay i'm moving i would like to move into a plant-based diet yeah that's my next move with like i'm gonna eat meat but just not from i'm working on it man i'm trying to figure it out can i mm-hmm. go should i go to the grocery store and i mean and buy the chicken and the steak and all that stuff there not after watching dominion oh holy girl mm-hmm um, what I like to move into like an 80, 70% plant-based diet to reverse a lot of the damage that I've done and just get my meat that's been humanely raised and stuff. Yeah. Like for sure. I just want to be a better, mm-hmm. I just want to be a, hu- I'm a human becoming. Mm-hmm. No, it's a, yeah. If you aren't, then you're missing out because that's what and everybody is. I just is. think that as an addict and as a person that suffers from mental illness, that like if you've watched you know enough documentaries or follow Rich Roll or any Joe Rogan or any of those type, or um, did Rogan leave his carnivore diet? You know, because last I heard, he was on a carnivore diet. I have no idea. I think he just he's a he's a meat eater. He's just a alpha meat eating. Hunting, mm-hmm. fucking whatever. I can't imagine the carnivore diet would be very good for What's you. What's that carnivore? No, it can't. You no, literally eat too meat. Too much meat is bad, dude. It's not good at all. Hmm. I really believe a 70, 30%, 70% like superfoods, super veggies mm-hmm. versus your 30% meat intake because it's just too much. The, it just leaves your blood dirty. Hmm. We're not, you just don't digest it properly. Do you? I disagree. <laughs> there's a, yeah. Okay, well, there's another podcast. Well, yeah, no, I don't have a lot. I, this is why yeah. I'm saying like, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to really up my game here yeah. to be on a podcast discussing these subjects because I'm like, uh, well, I don't think there's anything wrong with a plant based diet at all. I I don't think it. I don't honestly. I don't think it matters that much. Um, it matters as far as there's obviously protein. Um, you can get differences. protein from other places though. Apparently, yeah, and as long as you um, eat eggplant, then you're supplanting yourself the amino acid. That is a protein precursor. That's the only other thing missing, except for like B12. But again, you take your B12 vitamins. Yeah, and you've your your supplements set. alongside a plant based diet. But there's certain things you don't get from not eating meat, right? Well, you're set. There's uh, the eating just depends, right? Because you, you slice up everything a little bit differently, and rather than looking at everything as meat and not meat, you could say look at everything as uh, processed or well, not processed. Yeah, and I mean, totally. Like, there's this there's this one principle that's problematic with diet, and that is that you're cool. <laughs> it's that if you improve your diet, doesn't matter how you do it. You could go vegan, you could go carnivore, you could go however it is you do it. it doesn't matter. Literally, if you change it, chances are you're going to improve your health because you're going to do things like instantly you're going to cut out soda 
You're going to cut out like poison. Absolutely. You're going to cut out processed foods. More poison. Yeah. Boxed and canned and all that sort of stuff. Prepackaged. And by doing so, whether or not you eat carnivore or paleo or keto or vegetal, uh, vegan or or vegetarian. It's all so confusing, man. Quite frankly, you've cut out the processed and you've cut out the crap. You've cut out binging on cookies and you've cut out drinking cans of soda and you've actually cut out the bad stuff and all you're left with is good. Whether or not you eat good plant-based or good meat-based, it doesn't really seem to matter as much as eating good, right? Yeah. And that goes back to the the programming, the, the, the like, as being, as humans, we're very, um, we're we're habit- so habitual that these like making that th- these life choices a part of your routine like rigorous routine, absolutely dude. will change your life absolutely and that's what i'm in, that's what i'm like really obsessing yeah. over right and now. when we were kids there's i don't know if it was the same for you but when i was a kid there's like days right like there would literally days. be like meatloaf day oh yeah you know and then at oh, the yeah. day after meatloaf day there's lasagna a, well because there was leftover meatloaf shake and bake and so you'd use the leftover meatloaf for the lasagna or for the spaghetti or whatever like that, right? So, and there is, it was really quite habitual. Our diet has been quite habitual where people are like, what do you mean there's no meat and potatoes? Well, that's farm. Well, whoever that's told you farm. that there was supposed to be meat and potatoes? That came from the farm days, isn't it? Like just that, that type of, that, like your peas, your fucking mashed potatoes, and your fucking steak. I'd, honestly, I couldn't tell you. I mean, we could hypothesize that. Well, you could research good. it, I'm sure. It's comes, well, it's old. It's old. Everything now, like, is just... If you really think about it, so it's not many that, it's not that habits, old, but, but it's really not that old. Most of these it's things aren't that old. I'm talking 30s and 40s here. Sure. Yeah. And it's like, again, maybe from there, whereas like actual national habits and stuff, like food distribution on a large scale wasn't, wasn't around um, like in the 1800s. They actually created food stamps in the States so that people would buy more grocery like buy more greens buy more vegetables so you'd get a food stamp and it'd be worth the equal value of vegetables food stamps food stamps or I've never or, seen or, a food sorry stamp. you'd buy a food stamp for 50 cents and it'd be worth a dollar in vegetables hmm. well what ended up happening is once large-scale food production became a thing mostly with like the acquisition of phosphorus and really phosphorus from bat guano, the ability for mass production of food, they ended up having no way to distribute food. Grocery stores weren't even a thing, right? Mm-hmm. So then grocery stores had to be really rolled out. Yeah, and, and you gotta, then you got to serve food on a mass scale, right? And then yeah. massive, inter- exactly, mass but it's distribution. it's not working. So the whole idea of like you to be able to sit down with like a, a mashed potato or a potato, baked potato and, and peas yeah, and hungry, corn man. and, and uh, a steak... That's really not that old, right? Like that's probably like closer to the fifties. Um, that's what I'm saying. The further back you go, the TV dinner. Era. Yeah, like post World War Two, whereas 1930s post post World War One, I'm I can't actually say. We'd have to hammer it out. Either way, these uh these traditional diets that we have, mm-hmm. there's no real reason for it. Absolutely none. And no, and uh, the more re- and then what it doesn't do seem do to matter. Research on fitness and diet that you're just like like right now I'm reading a book called reset your gut in three days and all the stuff that she's got i can't remember the author's name but she's it's the book's meant for women but Mm -hmm. it's quite fascinating and it's just reset your gut health your gut biome 
And Which is quite usually off for most people. Oh, dude, it's the, it's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Your gut biome is integral mm-hmm. to your daily health. Do you take probiotics? Uh, no, not uh, not not currently. But no. I mean, there are other. I'm about to start really diving into it and trying like, to figure it out because <clears throat> I can tell I'm tired and I'm sluggish and I just. Ugh. Which it could be a result of, absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah. right. That's the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is that. Does that run up your spine or something? It runs from your stomach all the way up into your brain and uh, brainstem. Yeah, man, your your health is so. Yeah, it connects your digestive system. I think people take it totally for granted. I mean, I was in. You go. I was in the grocery store yesterday, and some guy was just like reeling in Walmart. His cart was just filled with cookies and juice, and like I don't think I saw one vegetable. Yeah, and. uh, you just kind of you can tell a lot about a person and their grocery shopping habits. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You stare mm-hmm. over and go, "Whoa!" Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it is interesting. <laughs> I actually find it interesting because then I look, oh, at, yeah. I look at mine and go, "Ooh, geez. yeah!" Like, I look like such a lowbrow. I've got the cookies and oh, bowl buddy. noodles, and but I wake up in know. the middle of the night. I got a weird habit. I get up in the middle of the night, like one, two in the morning. Wake up and uh, run downstairs and like eat three fucking chocolates. Like I had a sweet tooth at two or three in the morning. Me too. Yeah, that's almost that's so the bad. only time. Although you're not high either. No, I'm not. So that's me. Is yeah. Ah, whatever. <laughs> so the okay, the fish. Like, how are you gonna remember that fish are conscious? Yeah. No. What fish are conscious? <clears throat> and we gotta as, wrap this up. As soon. far as I'm aware, no fish are conscious. That's why, like, I don't eat talking animals. That's right. my diet. That's right? cool. So I gave up talking animals around what a year talk? ago. What uh, uh, Beef and pork, basically. Yeah. You know, Pigs so I'd include. Really cool. They're yeah. So, like, I, yeah. I watch. I follow a lot of vegan stuff on. I'm not. I uh, just on Instagram and a lot of, like blood of these hippie people like just cuddling and loving cows. Mm-hmm. They're fucking adorable cows. They are. They are. They're and, so cute. Like, we throw them in these pens. They're covered in shit. And they're all fucking fighting for the... Like, they look so unhappy. And you mean cows or pigs? Sorry. Uh, well, both cows and pay. Okay. pigs are cute. Yeah. I, I actually find cows to be a bit cuter because they're... They kind piggy, of are but, way cuter. Like mm-hmm. I said, so I follow this thing. I think pigs are smarter, though. They're intelligent. Yeah, they're but pretty intelligent. But my point is, like... Like, I'd say pigs are about... As intelligent as we are, are in the zone, which is weird. It's not really because we're well, animals as well. We've just evolved a different method of talking. But my like, yeah, no. If you think, yeah, like this, it's put into perspective when you see these people like cuddling with cows, and the cows just like it's so aware. Like, it's a sacred have animal. You seen Dom- yeah, have you seen Dominion? I don't know what Dominion. Is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Holy shit, man. Yeah. You just want to burn the planet. After watching that, you're like, we should all just die. <clears throat> well, cows are... Like, they're torturing cows, are, cows. These cows are like, oh, my God. Like, the person's filming the cow, and the cow's looking at the camera like, oh, please help me. Like, yeah. help me. And then they just kill it. Yep. Like, yeah. that's fucked, man. Yep. And you're right. And that's kind of why I want to go to, like, Hobcots meets and Pit Meadows there or somewhere just get a humanely mm-hmm. raised... But still, that cow gets raised and then it gets. But I think it gets killed pretty quick. Like it doesn't really know. Quick death is good. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not opposed to. Uh, well, I am and I'm not. <coughs> Pardon me. Sorry. I'd say um, I'm opposed to. Like I'm actually kind of choked about it. To be honest with you. About what? Uh, the fact that we have to eat. Eat at all? At all. Ah. Right. <laughs> no, literally. Or right. Sleep. 
Um, it's like one of the evidences to me that there is no greater intelligence or anything like that. Oh, um, here we go. We literally have to consume other organisms to survive. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I've had a dry cough forever. I don't have COVID. Look, <laughs> if you can see Adam's face right now. <laughs> 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 I don't do well with viruses. I have had the same dry cough for so long. It's, I don't know, anyway. The talking doesn't help either. Honestly, I'm surprised I'm not choking right now myself. Okay, so you're, uh, shit, what were you just saying? Oh, dude. What were we Animals. Saying? Oh, you're saying the fact that we have to eat, uh, oh, eat yeah. animals or anything the at fact all that we shows have to so eat. there's not a higher intention. No, well, no, 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 it's just we're on a lower some... level. I'm sure extra, gray aliens don't eat. I don't agree with that at all. Um, all organisms eat. They probably take some sort of fluid. From what? Some planet juicy, gooey, fucking mucusy, yeah. like, so like algae shit. They yeah. land their, their fucking UFO so down. That's it, right? So either algae <laughs> or fungi. Algae. Or... Yeah, gray aliens eat algae. Okay. You heard it here first. Yep. But that doesn't help, right? <laughs> like the fact that we have to eat another living organism just to survive is really it's absurd. It's kind of weird. It's very barbaric. It is very, but, but it's not barbaric as in, as in it's, it can be civilized. It's barbaric <laughs> as in it's part of the actual the fabric of life. It's archaic. Is that the word? In order for a quasar to be a quasar, it has to consume solar systems. What's a quasar? It's a giant mass that consumes solar systems. Black hole? No, but it's a gigantic, I mean, it's big. They're quite often bigger than black holes. Quasars are just these giant galaxies, sometimes galaxy eating That's gigantic nuts. gravity okay, but like pits. Eating vegetables, like you're eating, like vegetables grow back really quick. So, like, so do animals. Yeah, but animals. Again, so I don't now, know, are, now. Do you think we're supposed to be eating meat as humans? Mm, supposed to be. Like, is, isn't there, like, hasn't there been some studies proven that our, like, our digestive tract yeah. Yeah, is yeah, only yeah. meant to digest plants no that's totally factually incorrect what? our di yeah our digestive tract is omnivore so it's, our, yeah, okay. our, it's shorter than uh our uh, jaws right it's shorter than a strictly vegetarian and it's longer than a strictly carnivore our so then it's somewhere in the middle omnivore. like i said man 70 yeah, 70 30 so we're eating fish out there on the plains out there on out there yeah, in the, right yeah. there in the plains <laughs> yeah out there. in the plains of saskatchewan with all the fish <laughs> oh we're out there in the, out there on the shores of the rivers no the we're fucking... uh we're like even like some of the earliest viruses that um are zoonautical have been from our earliest ancestors eating the f flesh of like chimps Without oh, cooking that's it, gross. See, see now, so and you then, just say that my brain's like, no. and then acquiring a no. virus from eating that meat. You're not supposed, right? to, yeah. You're supposed. To, well, that's well, that's what they're saying. COVID's from, right? Isn't it? No. Eating bats. Well, sure, yeah. Um, I don't think you're supposed to be eating chip monkey meat, man. No, you really shouldn't be eating monkey meat. That's like any any simian you shouldn't be eating simian. at all. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> because you can get well, and you shouldn't be eating brain for sure, oh, and you definitely shouldn't be eating simian brain, which they do. But that's monkey the, brains. I think that's, that's the prion that disease. Soup. I think it's a prion disease is from eating symbiont brains. Sorry, word symbiont? Uh, like monkey. Oh, like uh, so it's like primate. Pri yeah, he, like okay, for yeah. sure. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And they and its brains are a delicacy. Yeah, I think pr pr Aren't the, isn't the monkey alive when they're eating it? 
I don't know, man. That's faces of death bullshit right there, where they beat the head and the. No, they're oh, supposed to like beat it and then. There's it another podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Should be should we uh, people modern civilized people be watching other people die? Uh. <laughs> Sorry, I just I inhaled my own saliva. <clears throat> <laughs> That's a really. Anyway. You know, the the question though, I suppose, as fish goes, and even to kind of close this out, yeah. Is, Intelligence versus randomness, and yeah, where does way. intelligence start? Where does it become? Um, where does it become complicated? You know, is, is like what is a is a fish really so intelligent that we don't need to worry about eating it? What fish though do you believe is self aware? In the like, oh, none. You know, well, Personally. hold on, octopus. Oh. Octopus isn't a fish. Well, octopus is a mollusk. Which is a different thing than God. You're vertebrate. so smart. I feel so dumb when I talk. Vertebrates to you. have uh, a spine, or a, a, and and it's, they've got it's a division. Is what you're saying? Vertebrates are dimorphous or dichotomous, where they have two parts of them, a left and a right uh, hemisphere. This okay. So this octopuses is, have have eight. Eight. Right. Yeah. So once you get into like uh, octopuses and and uh, starfish. Stuff like that. They're actually completely different branch of life that do not that that are not vertebrates like we are, right? I hear from, the word vertebrae there from fish. Any relation? On, yeah, absolutely. Okay, spine. So from, so a structure. Yep, from skeletal. fish on. That's us. We're part of the fish family tree. Because fish are vertebrates because they have spines. They have They're, spines and they have a left and right of the brain and they have a left and right, right part of their body. I just right? had an epiphany. Whereas. Starfish are like, or sorry, like some of those fish are gelatinous. Starfish like, like, are not uh, vertebrates. And they don't have not, any bones. They don't have, they, well, it's not cartilage, about, maybe. It's not about necessarily having bones because. I don't mean. They I, could, like, arthropods as well aren't vertebrates. They're not vertebrates. What do you do here? Do you just research everything all the time, forever? No, it's just my life, dude. It's interesting, it's but crazy. no, I mean, it's like all the different. Like an encyclopedia. Of octopuses all kinds of are not shit. part of our. Of, are not part of our. You know, we're not part of the octopus life. So uh, hold on, then you're saying you're implying you're saying that we evolved out of salmon, from fish, yeah, fish. So to which which lizards so, so to which salmon are self aware? I don't think any are. That's why I'm okay with eating them, but that's just it. Is right. that. Sorry. We could we could we'd have to look at fish. I think that the answer to understanding consciousness is basically it's going to be um, a, a step up from stupid, right? So we're our base resting point is stupid, and we have to learn um, is to actually analyze the systems of life forms. Ignorant, ignorant is the word. Sure, analyze life forms all the way up to us and find out what chemistry they've got that is actually literally giving them there because the most of the brain tissue is there to serve as functions for the body right again for the autonomic organism or the unconscious or unself-aware organism it's still run by instinct it's still run by impulse but these are it's not self-aware as it's occurring right self-awareness <clears throat> is this feedback loop where Rather than just having an impulse, it has an impulse and it's aware of itself having an impulse. So like right? deer, bear. Absolutely self-aware. <coughs> Absolutely. That's trippy. Right? What about but, a squirrel? Uh, what, but, I don't think so. Maybe. 
maybe maybe hard to so say. So I think that anything right? that's self-aware has a spiritual spiritual. Well, that's just it. Is that uh, what, the 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 two the two arguments would essentially be like one's designed and one is random, right? right? This is back to the original thing, right? And I'm saying that it's random, that it's not designed, but at the the ultimate result is the same because the ultimate result is that the plant is relatively unconscious or completely unconscious the fish is barely conscious the squirrel is maybe conscious but the 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 bear bear, and the deer are entirely self-awareness are entirely self-aware again then you can start looking at things like do they protect their young yeah if they protect their young why is it just like an instinctual (coughs) impulsive type of a thing or is it like well, if you hear like a if you hear like a, a uh like a deer get eaten mm-hmm. by a bear like it is it sounds human sure as far as i'm concerned bears and deer and humans Are were on the same I that plane the native like the native uh indigenous people believe like they're like they're all spirit all spirit animals i mean sure like they're, well there's something to it right yeah more stuff but, I need research but i'd say that spirit what we call spirituality or what we call spirit is actually an emergent phenomenon from this chemistry so that the chemistry exists and then self-awareness actually is an emergent phenomenon from these feedback loops that are produced in the chemical process exactly and that yes there's yes you can call it spiritual but the problem exists is that people think that there's a spiritual realm which is like a separate dimension and that some animals can connect to it and some animals can't. I'd say that that spiritual realm doesn't exist, that there's only one universe we're in it and that spirit or consciousness emerges from the chemistry, stays there for a period of time, unfortunately gets petered out the moment that the chemistry is no longer available to sustain it. Mm -hmm. And you know, no matter how aware or spiritual or in tune or whatever the hell it is, that none of that is the organism's ability to connect to another realm because there is no other realm. But you don't believe in uh, you don't believe in parallel dimensions. Parallel dimensions? Well, just that there's some other. Dimension. I don't believe in anything. Let's just clarify that. <clears throat> and then now there's like literally no basis for parallel dimensions. We can say that somebody has a theory, and do I agree with their theory? But as far as actual observation, there's no observing a parallel dimension. So why would well, I? Why would I believe? That's where it? they say yeah. that some of these, like these, like extraterrestrials are traveling in some sort of. They come in and out, like the Pleiadians or the are these people. These they come from another. They come traveling through. And it's easy to say. Nobody has any evidence. I understand. No, that. no, no, no. Nobody has any mechanics. There's no physics for that. There's, there's no, no proof, though. There's no math proof for that. Well, of course, but we've just kind of hit the glass ceiling on that in a way. Like, we can't go any faster than no, light speed. No, and that's speed, cool. And that, right? So that, dude, we can't even go light speed. We well, can't even well, go anywhere near light speed. we've only been able to establish light speed as a, it goes this fast, and that's it, and there's no way to go any faster. Right? Yes, correct, as far okay, as... Okay, so whatever extraterrestrials are... And, uh, then they figured out a way to do go faster where our brains can't fathom it. I'm just saying that there's they couldn't ever go faster. There's no way they can go faster. They'd have to figure out how to bypass speed. Okay, They'd have so to use a different a, a different thing than speed. There must itself. be a way. And I, I could be. 
I just think that but, I like, again when you're talking about multiple dimensions, it's easy to say multiple dimensions, and then we'd have to well, say, have well, what are you talking about? Stranger Things. Sure. Did Which, you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great series. Well, which the, multiple the, what dimensions are we talking about? The one they're talking about, the just the the um, yeah. what do they call that one? I can't remember. They call it the dark, the upside, the upside, down. The upside down. down world. So like, yeah. there is another dimension mm-hmm. where there could the be most, twelve. The most popular ghosts are twelve dimensions. I don't know. Some theories have twelve dimensions. Some theories have thirty-one dimensions. Some have seven. My most pop, my most favorite one has that's seven. Ghosts are. I sound like an idiot, but that's where I'm serious. That's where these EVPs are coming yeah. from. My favorite dimensional theory mm. is that there's seven dimensions. Okay. And that the third or the fourth dimension is shared between the two. Okay. Why? What? What's What's in those seven dimensions? There's four dimensions of physical dimensions. There's three dimensions of non-physical dimensions. Okay. Time, the fourth dimension, which is a really dumb idea, but well, let's go with it. Time, the fourth dimension, is the only thing that connects the two. So the spiritual dimension at this point has four dimensions, meaning three spatial dimensions in time. And the physical one has three spatial dimensions in time. Right? So this is just the mirror universe theory. But this is the actual this is the actual description of the mechanics behind the mirror. You know, like the ether realm or the uh, astral plane. Yeah. Or the well, what are, yeah, like whatever sh- like whatever stuff like that. Those. Like those astral traveling is possible, but like apparently, like if you, I don't know. The imagination is a wonderful thing. I'm, then we can imagine I'm, ourselves into a reality where we do this for a living. Then buds. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm serious. Sure. I'm one of the only people who's actually literally that I know. You're very a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, that has experienced astral projection. So then, why do you personally. deny it? Well, because uh, the again the mechanics of what was occurring. What you're appeared, high on acid? No, appeared some way to me at the time, and because I didn't understand any of the other mechanics surrounding it, I was assuming. That I was taking some form of form that was a multiple dimension, the astral plane dimension. And again, uh, when you don't understand anything, any argument sounds great, right? That's the, the less you know about a particular subject, the easier it is to convince you okay, just, by, so just by making out some, some I, argument that sounds good. And that's what I've definitely come to terms with with you and all these, that you do have some understanding beyond... Well, you have way more understanding than I do about it. Like, you've seen some sort of veil. You've unveiled something that I don't quite understand. So it's easy for, it's easy for you to dismiss some of the things that I... I ignorance Absolutely. is bliss. Where wisdom is folly. But, yeah, it is it is literally... It's easy to imagine that anything's possible if you don't know what is actually available but to you I've as far as probable. Seen, like, I've watched hundreds of hours of ghost adventure shows and this and that, and 90% of it's like, oh, wow. But there's that... Five, there's that five percent that's like, what the fuck? That if I sat with real you and watched ones. it all with you, you'd be like, okay, that's weird. Of course. And same with aliens. Same with so I just and my intuition, and I know people all oh, your intuition. Oh, sheesh. But like, there's just things that are. Mm-hmm. I don't dismiss intuition. Well, my intuition tells me that there's fucking ghosts, man. There's demons. Whatever. There's something going on there where there's a dark energy. In another dimension of reality, running parallel with this, that you know, I don't, I can't articulate it as well as you. Mm-hmm. 
So I should probably do something. Well, I don't. I can't articulate it either. Well, you're doing a good job. All I can. All I can with say what you're saying is that I personally I perceive it as being emergent. 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 Like even that multiple dimension of, right? Like say, seven dimensions. So you believe? What, who's that? I do not believe that. You don't believe that? No. Yeah, but you see, you sound like you're like I believe it, but I don't believe it. I'm aware of it. I'm aware as of it, an but idea. Um, and it to me is the most. Uh, I'm going to ask you a terrifying question, and I don't like the answer. I can, so, what do you think happens when you die? Black, done. What do I think happens when I die, or what, what do I think happens when everybody else dies? You fucking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, this is great. Okay, what happens? Okay, quickly, what do you think happens when you die? You go off, and you're going to be reincarnated. I think that's between me and myself. That's awesome. So, what do you think about? What happens? So I don't believe in reincarnation. Okay, but when we die, it's done. So then that's your case. So you're then that's sort of kind of going along the theory that I have that if you become an awakened soul, whatever that sounds like to you, or what like just if you become more spiritually enlightened, Mm -hmm. then you have a better chance of doing something cool when you die. When you're like, you might your energy might go. If you become. Um, developed enough. Yes. Then it's your business, right? And it's your consciousness. And okay. It's it's whatever you make it. Um, if you have the resources. Again, I don't think everybody can simply believe themselves into a state of reincarnation or something like that. In fact, having the resources is so important that you can take somebody like myself who might have potential to be more than they are because of the resource issue right um resource issue well if i die and things don't go well or they don't go as planned it's literally a resource issue where there's a time in my life that i had a lot more resources and i'm living partially vicariously through that time in my life now so i remember what it's like to be um a person with resources what resources uh exactly books no google no, 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 no. juice let's call it juice what life force juice is yeah. that what we're saying juice call it juice or juju yeah yeah mojo it factor yeah. i know what you mean like ju- so like there was a time in my life when i had so much juice that if i was to get hit by a bus at that time in my life that whatever is out there had better prepare itself for me so what have you at lost connection okay life? so that's great so I was wondering about that. So, have you lost connection with that then? Ah, not necessarily connection, but again, resources, right? Do I have the same juice that I did at that point? No. Am I kind of living vicariously through that? Yeah. Unfortunately, I remember what it's like to have juice. So I'm not you're, disconnected. You're right along with it. So that's it. I'm I not agree. disconnected. So, like, that's what I'm saying. But I'm, 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 I'm unfortunately a realist, <clears throat> and if I get hit by a bus today not having the resources or the juice that I had when I was 22 and I was traveling and I was meditating all day, every day and reading the Bhagavad Gita. Well, there you go. Yeah. I believed stuff that I don't believe anymore. And Why I was not? delusional. It's not delusional. Well, no, I'm you telling can't you have too much reality. Like, yeah. I was delusional at the time. Right. Well, but right and wrong doesn't necessarily make juice. You can be totally wrong and still have tons of juice and you can be right and have none. Right. But this is the problem is, is that we're talking about something that now I'm starting to talk like I don't normally talk because what is this juice? 
how do you identify it and how can you test for it? I have no idea. So the juice All is I know what we're saying. You have the mechanical bought makeup of yourself and then this juice. Yes. And the juice can only exist. Well, the juice exists without it. The juice is the juice is the milk of the universe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting too because um mystic books, mystic literature from numerous different places that are relatively disconnected um all talk about this type of juice right uh whether or not they describe it as a presence or whether they describe it as like actually higher a, power a, a spirit god not, not, not just a higher power because a higher power well no, suggests I'm some type of third party um intelligence that's not you and is outside of you and is you know in control of things that you're not in control right of. okay and you're saying this juice, juice is internal it's an internal is either yeah it's like what's the difference between a buddhist and a not buddhist What's the difference to the person who's enlightened and who's not enlightened? Well, maybe one. their thoughts and their behavior. But like, if you were to put two people beside each other, how would you ever detect it, right? Well, one well, as soon as one of them would start talking, you'd be able to detect it as soon as they start talking. I'm just saying, if they weren't talking, you wouldn't, right? Yet at the same time, we have all these uh, analogies, um, religious or mystical analogies of being imbued with light or having light or becoming enlightened, but literally having um, like a, a presence, like you're baptized in spirit before you're baptized in water. And the water being baptized in water is an allegory of being baptized in spirit, right? So you get people to get baptized in spirit to bring them through this allegorical process because the goal is actually to get baptized in spirit. And then again, now, now they've got juice. They've got this Holy Spirit. and um, We've met people or we've experienced people that have more juice than less juice, right? In fact, I can say to almost anybody, juice, and if they're like mystically inclined, they get what I'm saying, right? So we well, can't I hammer this down. Of- we can't hammer this down as an electromagnetic frequency. Right. I can't say that you can detect it by Krillian photography. Well, there you go. But... It seems to be there. It that appears to be on. there. That's and that's that knowing, the great knowing, that great. That's what I'm talking. That's sort of what I'm trying to tap into here with my mm-hmm. my basic understanding of it. Like, there's just something, the intuition, the gnosis. The yeah. Again, you know, going from fish. Yeah. Fish don't have juice, at least in my opinion. Right. They don't exactly. Have so when you pull a fish, when you pull that fish up, it's just because ah, it's, yeah, it's instinctively just a bunch like of- I'm done. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of impulses. It's a bunch of and like what is instinct too, eh? Like again, this might seem like it's a topic for another discussion. I feel like instinct's a mathematical f- equation. It, it's an impulse. It's a it's just in it's neurology. Mhm. But when somebody's being instinctual, they don't know it's instinctual. They could confuse their instinct for their own volition. People confuse their autonomic activity for their own volition all the time. Right? They think they're making the decisions for themselves. Meanwhile, you've got people puppeteering them and, and essentially telling them what to think. If you look at uh, neuro-linguistic programming, who's that neuro-linguistic programmer? Um, he's on TV. He like sets people up for... Uh, That's why you got Google. Oh, Darren Brown. Yeah, Darren Brown. I mean, Darren Brown... I know what, Darren Brown? Darren Brown... Plays guitar. His stuff is literally so squirrely that he will he 
will mess with somebody's mind and literally make them think that they have come to their own ideas themselves. Meanwhile, he's given them all of those ideas, literally just feeding them ideas using word patterning and using symbology oh, and using and he's manipulating them into thinking a certain thing that's so and smart. they believe it to be themselves well that's just right? like magic for humans on netflix if you want that magician i don't know if you've ever seen he's fucking phenomenal but all he has he gets a trick where he makes a person write a word out or he writes the word he's like he asks them a series of questions what were you thinking was this the guy you're thinking of and they're like oh my god but yeah. if he, but he goes back and shows he has tricks he's and he's a mentalist. It's so exactly. He's, he's just mentioned the movie that guy's in, or this, yeah. or saving probably yeah. and said about eight or nine keywords. Absolutely, that's fucking smart. That's crazy. Absolutely, that's smart. That's cool. That's and whoa, right? Like that. That's the power of suggestion. Like first of all, learn that shit and go to a job interview and get it. Learn that shit and go pick up chicks. Yeah. No, but literally, right? Like if yeah. you learn how to do that, you're gonna get all the things that you want because you're gonna have okay, prepared everybody. Right. By 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 manipulating them so self-awareness is key man like serious fucking self-awareness and studying and researching and then just but this the thing is that the people who are fooled don't realize that they're fooled so how much can the anecdote of self-observation be reliable when even if we're manipulated we think that it's our own decision if you're truly unplugged man you won't fall for that this is why like i actually find burqas to be a question of whether burkas, you know, the actual, the, jihad, burka, well, they only get jihad. Sorry, oh, I have to God. say, jihad. okay, don't, don't cancel culture, edit burkas. Well, by the way, you should be canceling um, uh, America. Fucking that movie. What's that movie? America. Fuck yeah. I have no idea. Oh, it's the uh, anyway. That's the fact. Be, you know, let's just sorry. Burkas are only burkas. Are those the ones that just keep your eye? That's all you can see is the eyes. Yes. So what? What? Right. Well, the, there's the idea that people are trying to, like, ban burqas. And the reason that they're trying to ban burqas is, truth be told, because it's a real bad security thing when you can only see somebody's face or somebody's eyes well, and not the rest of their face. Well, it's also pretty oppressive. Is it? Uh, well, if the woman, I'm sure, I don't know, like, that seems like a pretty hot thing to have to fucking wear around. Okay. Now. Well, isn't it? I, if she's I, like, okay. Personally, I think it is. But it's my oppressive. I think it is. But well, my reasoning is different because somebody would if they wore a burqa would tell you that it's their choice right okay then you just go and whatever if, if you're liberal libertarian oh jesus then you want people to be able to express themselves right and trying to prohibit somebody's dress because you think that it's prohibitive i don't think you should be prohibiting is a, that is a weird thing right right yeah, i know but like even even say saying that they shouldn't wear it because it's oppressive well i look at that and go that stems from an oppressive culture an oppressive way of thinking Absolutely. does that person if they're like i want to wear this this is where i feel comfortable then hey that's cool man is it well if that if they're okay with it really if the person well, we just we just you just established that it's an oppressive culture but it i believe it is i believe that anyone should be i agree okay, okay. i know Cur- but- currently the uh idea that women have to wear that outfit in order to and the reason hide themselves from males because it's a temptation because it's a temptation now that's actually not even the origin of the dress the origin of the dress is way better than that in my opinion but the origin of the dress is way better than that yeah it used to be worn by males okay right the hijab and burqa used to be worn by males in order for and women didn't have to wear any specific okay so what islamic dress well things changed 
But it used to be worn by males to identify each other so that if you saw another Muslim getting beaten up or exploited or whatever, you could step in and protect them. So it was an identifier. Whereas now it's to hide people so that you're hidden from temptation or women whatever the hell. Specifically. Yeah, women specifically. I saw a woman wearing one of those on the river, Coquitlam River. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, wow, like, really? Like, but, so okay. you believe it to be oppressive? It just, the, yes. So let's just say then for the sake of the podcast that it may or may not be, we're not going to hold to it. But in your perception, it's oppressive, yet it's not oppressive if they choose to. My opinion is, is that it's oppressive and that oppressive ideologies manipulate people into making them choose to be a part of it. Oh, yeah. So the fact that somebody chooses to be a part of it doesn't make it less oppressive. In fact, it's just part of the oppression. You're hypnotized. Well, you're manipulated. You're convinced. You're brainwashed. You're brainwashed. Well, you're brainwashed. brainwashed. Pretty much the same fucking thing. Okay. Right. So now you brainwash somebody into thinking that there's an afterlife and that the only way to get into the afterlife is to do what they're told and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Instantly, it's oppressive. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty silly to think I'm going to go blow up a building, kill a bunch of people and end up fucking with 30 virgins in heaven. Like, it's just, I don't know, that stuff. That's just ter- that's crazy. That people. Well, just a lot of fundamental uh, religious ideas are just absurd. Most, most, most of the teachings aren't like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Fortunately, right. You're actually talking about a small slice of Islam. That would be like the Wahhabi. That shows you my ignorance, too. Wahhabi, Jihadi, um, the, that sect of Sunni Fuck, that Islam. A thing. How many religions? Like I just I just talked to a guy who is Sikh today, a, a Sikh gentleman, mm-hmm. and he was telling me that there's 12 different languages in India. There's 12, oh, like 10 different religions. There's like 36 different dialects. They're like, there's more racism oh, yeah. and fucking problems going on over there. Because I was like, oh, white people, we're, we're pretty we're pretty shitty people. Actually. Oh, yeah, meanwhile. And he's just like very... You get like actual Hindu temples burning each other well, down. Well, fuck, as soon as he said that, I was like, man, oh, yeah, I remember in Surrey where those guys pull out their swords and start cutting each other apart. Like, Well, that's so Sikh. And they, the Sikh people usually don't do that. But there was that... Well, there was... The, anyway, there's pretty... Like, there's some some volition there when you start chopping people up with swords over gods and religion right yo fucking so weird. just that blew my mind when we were talking when he said there's 12 different religions just in india i'm like well what why like you're then you're like trying to break it all up and that's another interesting thing like why and where did the all the races become from adam and eve white people to all these different races and languages races isn't a thing well, I mean, there's black yeah. people, there's Chinese people, there's white people, there's... They're all the same human race. Well, yeah, uh, obviously. Te- yeah, so just a bad word as far as taxonomy. There's no such thing as race. Okay, but why the differences then in there's skin color and face shape and... I don't know. Personally, I think it's because we come from different root hominins. My right. my opinions are really radical. Um, and they can be misconstrued by some people, I believe, for racial... Uh, ideologies. Once again, I feel but, like it's some kind of fucking extraterrestrial thing, man. Like, or there's some kind of god. Like, there was some sort of division there. Wasn't that? Where's isn't they say in appears, the Bible where there was a division on purpose to confuse the shit out of everybody? That's the fall of Tower of Babel. Yeah. That's right, the Tower of Babel. They did that. They what happened? And that's actually, well. The Tower of Babel is when man. I'm not as dumb as I think I am. Humans started building a tower to the heaven the, to the heavens, which yeah. is obviously impossible. And they all spoke one language and. Uh, um, the, the, the most interesting part is to me that, um, that Elohim 
is is it a plural is it a singular is it a plural is it a singular elohim elohim is the earliest biblical usage for the word what what's then translated into the term god it's important to probably if you're a religious uh theorist to know that god as an idea and as a word is newer than most religions um they actually used the term elohim good orderly direction no um they had the term Elohim, and then they had the term Jehovah. Uh, Jehovah. 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 Who's a douche, right? Uh, He's I think, not very I nice think Jehovah's guy. pretty douchey, yeah. Jehovah's actually, yeah, Jehovah's actually the bad guy in the Sumerian, right? And what a weird religion to be banging on people's doors and be like, yo, join us, and there's a, there's a chance you'll get into heaven. But we're not promising you not anything. Uh, that's Jehovah's Witness, which well, is a kind of a different thing. Right? Okay, which brings me back to my yeah. point of there's like twelve religions in India, like like what, like trying yeah. to keep up here, like how? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, well, what? especially like yeah, so. Wait a minute, Jehovah Witnesses are different than the actual Jehovah. Well, yeah. What are Je- they witnessing exactly? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Je- the Jehovah comes from Judaism. Jude, Judah, Judaism. Right? So Jewish, Jewish. Yes. Okay. So and you, Jewish, yeah. you have Sumerians, and then you have a guy and his wife named Abraham and Sarai. They leave Sumer, right? The very, the, the beginning of people. Yeah. Sumer. They have like one. They have a couple kids. Then God tells him to sacrifice his kid on an altar, that's which is a, Isaac. That's awesome. And so he Why? goes, because oh, God's weird, and he does. And then God's like, you know, bro, because you're cool. Now I'm going to make you, because Abraham means father of nations, okay. father of a nation. I'm going to make you a king. Now I'm going to make you Abraham, which is father of many nations. And he renamed Sarai Sarah. So now you have Abraham and Sarai leave Sumeria, end up becoming Abraham and Sarah. They go to, I believe, Turkey, where his dad, Turan, lived, or her dad, Jeez. one of the two. And then they go down to Egypt, and then it, that starts to get lost. Were right? any of these people aliens? No. Okay. And then they take, so they take the lore from Sumeria to Egypt where they become, uh, Ibram. Oh my gosh, man. Which then becomes Hebrew. Right. And then they leave Egypt. And Hebrews have like their practices to, to prayer, like prayer practices are fascinating. Well, Hebrews don't exist really anymore. Well, the Jewish, the Jews, the Jews, the Jews then, like when they have those little hats and they're just like so, like their conviction. Like, ah, yeah, and that's ah, di- that's ah, one ah, sect, right? Because even Judaism starts curly to hair split. things and those top hats. Like, where does that all come from? Yeah, like that's a good question. The the square that they wear on the forehead. Yeah, and then they hit the forehead against the wall. What the? It's like punishment. Yeah. I don't know. That shit fascinates me, man. Like just all the different versions. I'm not, I can't remember what we were originally talking about here, but India, right? Having twenty but religions. all the crazy freaking religions, Ganesh, all these different gods, and like that's and all Hinduism too, by the way. Right. That's all Jew, under the Jew, Jew. No. Okay. Ganesh. Ganesh. Right, yeah, yeah. No, I know that. I know that. But I'm Shiva, Vishnu, Krishna. That's man, all. They're like they're cool looking gods, man. They're blue and yeah, cool, and they're and flying on spaceships. Split apparently. between the Vaishnavas and the Shivites in India and they hate each other. Why? Probably because of competition between That's temples, weird. money, right? But Power. anyway, <laughs> but just, but, but just at the Judaism springs up from India. The what? Buddhism. Uh, Buddhism then springs up in Sri Lanka and moves up. See, but that's a more 
like Buddhism, like sitting in a temple um, meditating, it seems like a more rational practice of religion as opposed to like wearing a little hat. And what are those like spinning dervishes, whirling dervishes? Well, the whirling dervishes is Zoroastrian. That's or, weird too. Yeah. And those ones but, that were on that the, movie, the, the Baraka? Guys, the, the ones, yeah, the ones spinning and, in the fires in Baraka, those are Zoroastrian. And the women that are all white, my favorite the white Asian but the, the whirling dervish could actually be Sufis as well. Just nuts. Because the whirling dervishes come from the, I believe originally they came from the Magi, which then kind of forms into Sufism and Zoroastrianism. I'm going really to I'm gonna have to read that book. These are like my favorite Topics. religions. Okay, and why is that? Uh, just because of the 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 principles, the the... Every time we talk about fish having consciousness, we keep coming back to this subject. Just saying. Yeah. Subject of. Let's go back to the. Let's keep going back to the fish, and yeah, that's interesting. Anyway, we'll end up at Zoroastrianism. Uh, no, Sufism is just great. Um, that's the book that I told you about: meetings with remarkable men. Oh. That's by George Ivanovich. And so obviously that was. Uh, that he's t- the book he's talking about. I got a book signed by John Densmore, the drummer of the Doors, called. Uh, Shit. Meetings with remarkable musicians. Yes. And obviously it's a play on that book, which I yes. looked up and we'll get. Yeah, it's a good book. Um Gurdjieff is great. He's just kind of like the Western And you're saying the Bhagavad Gita is another good piece of literature. Well yeah, he's the Gurdjieff is the Western uh injector of Sufism, right? So he brought Sufism to the West. Uh AC Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. He brings That's a mouthful. Yeah, he brings the Bhagavad Gita into the West as the Bhagavad Gita as it is. That is, in my opinion, the best book ever written, period. About religion? No. The best book ever written. What's it? Okay, just in layman's terms. It's a, it's a, just a book about um, a dude named Arjuna who has to do battle with these three brothers, and Krishna ends up joining him on the battle, and, and they have a chat. Chat? Yeah. They don't battle. Um, uh, they just chat. Yeah. It's, That's nice. Yeah, it's just kind of like the wisdom. Anyway, the book is meant, or I'm not sure if it's meant to, but it happens to contain incredibly good information concealed in human language, right? Ah, see Which is essentially what religion is. Right, right? yes. Religion exactly. is mythology or a bunch of crap. Based in some sort of... That is intended to... Reality. Portray or transmit or communicate some type of mystical wisdom or That's, wisdom that comes from nugget. reality that has sure. something that happened but it also happens to be something that is uh, either ab- abstract mm. or just can't be spoken literally because right? it's impossible yeah it's too abstract it's too weird it's too so that's where allegories and and, par- and parables come and in Noah's Ark that's where like Buddhism burning bush when you get um, you know what is the sound of one hand clapping there's a famous cone that's so silly though, like, it's not at all what it's brilliant Let, it's uh, fucking brilliant enlighten me what the sound of one hand clapping it's a cone what it's a cone right cones in Buddhism are phrases that are almost like rhetorical questions. Like, does if a tree falls in the woods and nobody's yes. there to hear the sound, does it make a sound? If nobody's there to hear it, does it make a sound? Sorry. Yes. I think it does. It'd have to. But it doesn't. There's no one there to hear it. Yeah. The deer might hear it. So, like, 
These are these are things that you think about forty times in your life, and every time you think about them, you come up to with a different sort of understanding. That time I just did. Well, it's like the whole idea that the word "sound" is a is based on the fact that somebody heard it. Yeah. So you could say it doesn't make waves in the in the air. Well, of course it makes waves in the air, but there's only only a person who hears it calls those waves in an air a sound. And so if nobody's there to hear it, does it make a sound? Is that sound, does the, does the idea of a sound require an observer? Right? Hmm. So this is, this is the basis, right? So a cone doesn't necessarily have a right answer. It's just there to portray um, a question that has these great, uh, they're like, you know, rabbit holes. Of, of contemplation. Well, contemplation. That's right. Just like uh, Confucius, right? Yeah. And they're they're meant to try to get you to stumble on principles and, and mechanics and, and shit like that. Is that the art of war? They're, well, no, the art, of, the art of war is fairly literal. But some do. What's a good book then to, to read then? That's along those lines of like conism? Cones? Cones? Yeah. How's that spelled? C-O-N-E-S? K-O-A-N-S. Right. I was going to say. Cones. So it's just a thought. Cones is just like a thought? Yeah. They're just like, they're just like maxims. They're parables. Parables. Okay. You know? Uh, All right. If you have faith as small as as a mustard seed, you can say to a mountain, jump into the ocean, it'll jump in. That's one of Jesus' parables. Right. Okay. Duh. I see. So when, when the New Testament was written... And it was like literally fabricated. It's not an original codex at all, right? Like I've got the Nag Hammadi library, mm-hmm. which is the earliest text that Jesus is mentioned in. Mm-hmm. The New Testament is fabricated. So it's a whole bunch of different ideas. You've got Horus, you've got Ap- Ap- Apollo, you've got, yeah, absolutely. F- fuck us. But <laughs> you've literally got all these, all these ideologies that are being put together, including Gnosticism, which is where Jesus comes from. And, uh, you know, that's where the New Testament comes from. So you ended up, we, Constantine hired just shit tons of people to come and create their own holy book because they realized the value of uh, a single unified religion. And Rome realized that in order for them to have greater influence on people, that they needed a unified religion rather than part of their people being Jewish part of their people being a scene. Well, that's what's happening now. Part of their people being, right? So the they world's in the, turmoil because of that. Because of a lack of religion? Because there's too many. Yeah, but the funny thing is is that there's only one. Hmm. Yeah, that's at least my perspective. I think, now this is bold of me, again, let's get back to the arrogance part. <laughs> I yeah. honestly think that Edit. I've stumbled on um, the future religion. Okay. And I've heard that's funny, man. Here's more synchronicity. Yeah. I've heard uh, I've heard this come up a few times in the last couple of days about one we're moving into a one world religion, a one a, a one religion for the okay. world. I don't know okay. for some reason I've heard this. Oh, man, so I was talking with this with a few different people. Like I think the Bible's gonna get canceled. We're just gonna merge. The Bible's gonna get canceled. Um, no, I mean I love the Bible. I think it's great. I, I'm gonna read it. I literally do um, enjoy it more than a lot of books, but so you're sorry you're gonna say though. Yeah, as far as a as far as religion goes, um, I think we're probably as a species going to get back to the more pure idea of religion and less about these institutions 
that were invented to control people, right? Because prior to that, you have um, the earliest religion is the earliest science. The earliest religion is the earliest academia. Science and academia and uh, academia, man. We can talk about the fucking. This is all branched from religion, like school too, right? right? Like you go from uh, what is school teaching anybody really? Yeah, bullshit. Holy, you go from Rome or Greece to Rome to. I mean, really, you go from Chaldea to Egypt to Greece to Rome, and the idea of uh, the ideas of man are hammered out more and more. One of my biggest interests is the origin of ideas. Was that a book? I don't know. The origin of it, I've heard, I think it's a book. I think it's a book. I don't know. Anyway. That's just a thing to me. Cool right? idea. Um, it's a movement. Yeah. Religion's morphed. It's gone from people literally honestly trying to um, figure out the mechanics and figure out the, um, the the puppet master behind the behind the puppets that we all are, right? And And really coming by things honestly and developing reasonably decent philosophies then suddenly a huge shift in into social control um mostly at rome based off of a successful form of social control that was innocent that's judaism right where they're like okay part of a great part of judaism is just rules right rules for what to do when and uh you know it's well, rules are good. And, Absolutely, you know, yeah, yeah, regiment yeah. and like if you look at the rules, a lot of them are, are based off of um, anecdotal observ- observations of problems with hygiene, problems with things that they've discovered, and then created a rule for. So you know, like they're brush eating. your fucking teeth because you stink. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and don't don't throw your shit in the streets because there might be like a plague. Don't and cut stuff. the pork and the vegetables, and uh, you know. But then you get people that are like, yeah, this is working real good. So let's uh, let's start fucking ramping it up here. Well, yeah. Start taxing these What the Roman Catholics did was really, they're the first people who ever, who ever tried to create uh, a religion to unify their, their empire. Um, Everybody else just kind of Roman Catholics with Judaism. It just happened to be uh, an evolution, cultural evolution over time where, the fact that the culture was developed around the religion, it ended up creating um, this weird situation where Judaism's a religion, but it's also a culture, but it's also like a genetic lineage. Because you've got the religion, so which is the just, root. So it just kind of happened, is what you're saying. Yeah. As whereas the Roman Catholic, they're like... Contrived. Contrived? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, you're, yeah, okay. Yeah. So contrived versus sort of... Come natural. to fruition naturally. Natural, or or yeah, or, which is or, a more believable. More, I'd want to follow that one more, like a yeah, more naturally yeah. contrived, a more naturally. It's just an evolution over time because it started as a religion, but then the religion concentrates has a bunch of adherents. Those adherents move around together, and they like say in the sense they're fucking corrupt because, fucked, right? When, when they went from Sumer to Egypt, they weren't anything. They were a family. Okay. A family moved from Sumer to Egypt. Right. When they were in Egypt, they were in Egypt for long enough that they actually developed a community. Okay. That's more good stuff. Yeah. And this is still not really a religion. Like what we call a religion. This is one of the first 
philosophies that ended up becoming what we call a religion today. Yeah. They probably didn't call themselves a religion. They called themselves a community. Well, yeah. Right? And then they left and went to Canaan. And of course, and God you, smote everybody along the way and all that sort of shit. Like the word religion that. is like, if you break it down, is like rely on a legion. Re- like, it, I've heard that before. Like the word. Yes. It might be silly, but I've heard that Perry Farrell actually of Jane's Addiction said that. Like religion, man. It's There's like, no link etymologically to. Fair enough, that, but that's yeah. but anyway, community has a better that words that word sits better with me. Well, that's family, what, community. That's what Judaism is, right? Because like I'm, I consider myself a Jufi. That's what I call a myself. Ju- a what? A Jufi. I'm Jew-fie? the last. I'm the last living Jufi. He's a Jufi. Jufi. <laughs> a Jufi. <laughs> I want to be a Jufi. Well, I'm the only living Jufi. Okay. Um. So I have no connection to the community part of Judaism, right. where you find people who are born into Judaism and they might literally not have a very good, they might not even be interested in the philosophy, but their parents are Jews and their community and everything like that. So they're very much a Jewish community person. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then obviously there's the genetic thing because outside of Judaism, when people were kicked out of Israel, they ended up moving to various places. Europe, Eastern Europe was kind of concentration and then you have Ashkenazi Jews, which are a different sect completely, uh, that became your, the European Jews. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. And the requisite is that your mom is also Ashkenazi Jew. It sounds like so a now lot. it's a now it's a genetic thing. So now you have a religion. Now you gotta start inbreeding. That's also now well, you gotta be banging your sister. Probably yeah. You've you've then got a religion got that's now become a community over time that's now become a genetic lineage so Rothschilds <laughs> <laughs> Rothschilds were actually converts Rothschilds were converts from from and Christianity how does this all relate to the fish Adam I have no idea how the hell does this relate to the fish it's fun um, um anyway but yes yeah, synchronicity versus chaos God aliens listen man I'm gonna pray to and I think good things will happen it's probably more likely than if you don't. God, a good orderly direction. Hmm. Generator, observer, destroyer. Fuck yeah. The end. Join us next time for Left versus Right and Cancel Culture. <laughs>